Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yeah. side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured it Wes out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Wes. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. <laughs> Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, welcome in to this Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Welcome in wherever you are tuning in from on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, perhaps 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, pr927fm.com. And you can watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube, as Steve and David have already done. You can chime in on what you'd like to discuss on this Tuesday. Be a part of the show. Give us a like, a subscribe on YouTube, and make sure you're following us. And give us a like on Facebook as we keep you up to date with all the news and notes going on in Pirate Nation. And a bit of breaking news the last 20, 30 minutes or so we'll discuss regarding uh, Keaton Mitchell and the USFL. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But coming up on today's program, Mike Mullis will join us in hour number two. We'll talk Pirate Baseball and more with Mully. Coming up also in hour number two, Kim McNeil and the Red Hot ECU women's basketball team will be home coming up Wednesday at 6 o'clock in Menji's Coliseum. A battle for second place in the American with the Houston Cougars. And this will be the last uh, opportunity you get to see the Pirates at home this year. The women's basketball team, they'll be in action Wednesday night. We'll talk about that and the hot streak with Kim McNeil coming up in hour number two. Hour three, Bryce Williams will join us. We missed Bryce last week. He'll be back in the Pirate Radio studios coming up in hour number three. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. And Ellerby is to my left. Hello, everyone. Clipper, happy football schedule release day. We got, oh yeah, we're diving into that in a big way. Yeah. Coming up in just a moment. How did you miss that big news? Because we got a lot going on. I, I'm a little bit irritated for several reasons. One is not a big irritation, but I do want to point it out to start the show. So, um, Shirley, what did you do before the show today? What do you, what have you been doing? What do you mean? What have I been doing? You, you, <laughs> you were, don't want to know what Shirley's doing. You were getting a massage, which is nice. That's that's good, right? Yes. Shirley nice. played like six hundred games of softball this past weekend. She was she she needed to get her muscles. Relaxed. Shirley's been getting a massage. Chandler, uh, welcome to the show. What have you been doing? Um, I went and did some networking at a coastal beverage uh, trade show. You have a you have a few cold pops. They they allowed me to have a, a few uh, free samples. Ellerby, you were there as well. Yeah, we were networking. So friends. So Ellerby and Chandler have been drinking. Shirley's been getting a massage. And what I mean, hey, don't worry about it, guys. I got everything under control here. Everything's just fine, running good, running smooth. Don't worry. Your That's boy, why you're the man. Clip Brock will be here, uh, just kind of taking care of things while y'all drink and get massages. So uh, that sounds great. Do you do you need the, to stick around or can no, we go back? No, I, hey, I didn't hey. mind without you. We the came last back three hours. You. I can hey, do the next three hours. Clip. All I got to say is, I would tap the brakes on that bus before you start running, <laughs> folks. Over. 
That's all I'm saying. Enjoy your massages and your alcohol. We'll, we'll start. Uh, I'll be here. We'll start monitoring Clip Brock 24-7, see how unrelaxed he is. Uh, all right. Well, tomorrow I've got a lot planned before the show. All right. So, yeah. Well, you don't drink. I'm so. going on vacation. I ain't got to drink. Gotcha. Uh, I've got a big golf tournament I'm in. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know what tournament that is. <laughs> it's over at the uh, Pupa course. All right. So, no, nah, just just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm irritated uh, if for another reason that would be. Just because people, man. You know what I mean? People. People? Yeah, people. People, man. People. We need people. We do need people. We need smart people. We need smarter people. People that just comment on everything they see on the internet and they don't know what they're talking about. And in today's case, this uh, is Keaton Mitchell as he was drafted to the USFL draft. And boy, this is just like bait for people online that don't know what the hell they're talking about to comment on uh so keaton mitchell was drafted in the usfl draft congratulations keaton mitchell i decided to do a little uh research reading on this i know that sounds crazy well you had plenty of time i did yourself i uh didn't have much going on today no massage or or beer planned well no one wanted just you to be around us that's <laughs> basically what it came down to i didn't get any invites yeah. anywhere um so what'd you read up about this usfl draft so the usfl draft it was their first ever college draft that the league is having okay um and they would be there was a draft pool with over three thousand eligible players and pretty much they can draft who they want i saw an uh, article where uh moose johnston who is the executive vice president and Jim Pop, the director of player administration for the USFL? They were talking uh, and answering questions about it. So you can draft whoever you want. Uh, Moose Johnston said that the players that they are going to be drafting, they believe that may be a very, very late NFL draft pick or a uh, free agent signing, basically. Okay. And that those teams in the USFL own the rights to the player that they draft if that player chooses to go to the usfl so for keaton mitchell he still has pro day he still has the nfl combine he still has the nfl draft i'm guessing bryce young from alabama to get drafted he did not uh because he's looking at going potentially number one overall in the nfl draft so the uh the pop gentleman says we do our homework the majority of the players we draft probably won't get drafted by the nfl there could be some guys that are um so basically keaton mitchell i mean this is a good thing for him he's got a fallback plan basically if uh if he wasn't to get drafted or if he didn't like his uh free agent opportunities then sure he can go make some money and play in the usfl right but he has higher aspirations than that and uh i think everybody has higher aspirations for him to make it to the nfl this is not the like the last chapter on keaton mitchell usfl star no he still has several chances to make it to the nfl and uh and play on an nfl team it just irritates me that people so some of the comments were um um huge mistake um (laughs) usfl question mark exclamation point exclamation point lmao wtf man he made more money off nil if he stayed at ecu just i I just wish people knew what they were talking about before commenting but that'll never happen so i shouldn't worry about it maybe you need to go i need a massage and a drink you need to go talk to your therapist i do about this i do 
it's very very irritating okay um did the ecu football schedule irritate you today any no i'm fine with that you're all cool with all the games did you like how they lined up i didn't really care no i don't like the uh home game after thanksgiving yep but not always a fan favorite what about the thursday night home game uh yeah thursday night football saturday off i will always accept gladly so that's how i look at that um chandler said he was kind of surprised he he had uh revisionist history that the conference was changing next year when he saw rice and utc utsa well that doesn't shock me that chandler would say that he's a sports guy (laughs) <laughs> part-time mm-hmm. uh for folks that want to know the schedule lrb I, got, I had an idea for today okay i don't know how good rice and charlotte and fau is going to be but one thing we can do is break down their fight songs we can do that and yeah. then also i wanted to ask a question to you and chandler could you name the head football coach of all 12 teams h no all 12 what was the game we were playing how many could you name then <laughs> i'm at a low number I don't know who Navy's coach is. I know who it's not. Coach? I know it's not Ken Niamatololo. That is correct. I can go down all 12 there's, teams and tell you who's not their head coaches. Really? Yeah. But the, um, there's four Brady coaches. Hoke is not the head coach of Michigan. Well, you know the head coach <laughs> of Michigan. That would be Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Who? What about uh, Marshall? Doc Holliday is not the head coach of Marshall. <laughs> who's our guy at Marshall, Chandler? Charles Huff. There we go. Sports guy. App State. It is not Eli Drinkwitz, I can tell you that. No, it's the guy that we faced off against in Charlotte. Yeah, mm-hmm. the alum. That guy is named Sean Clark. Of course it is. Uh, Tim Kraft is the Gardner-Webb basketball coach. He, that is Very correct. Good. But who, Very is good. The, who is the football coach? Uh, Bob Whiteman. Would you believe it was Trey Lamb? No. Trey Lamb? That's who it is. Oh, okay. All right. So you're two for two. All right, Rice. Wayne Graham was their baseball coach <laughs> that is for a not very Wayne long Graham. No. For a very long time. Any, any other guesses? Uh, Bill Footballman. Let's go with Mike Bloomgren. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Mike Holmgren uh, <laughs> cast off. Not exactly. <laughs> so you're uh, two right, three wrongs. So Obviously, far. SMU's coach is not Sun- June Jones. It nope. is not Sunny Dykes. Nope. Nope. It is not. Would you believe it's Rhett Lachey? Oh, former. Oh, Clemson. Was he Clemson? Uh, hurricane assistant. Of course. Uh, Charlotte. Biff Pogie. Oh, Chandler, ring one up for you, man. It is not Bobby Lutz, I can tell you that. <laughs> it is not. It is no longer the basketball oh, coach. Biff, there, but good, good for you, Chandler. Congratulations. UTSA. Oh, yeah. It is not Greg Popovich. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's, he's been a staple in San Antonio for so long. He has coached in their building. Yep. But it is not him. I Any can tell guesses? you that. Would you believe Jeff Trailer is their coach? Mm. That ringing a bell? Mm, yeah, uh, used to play for Michigan. Uh, no, that was Robert Trailer, yeah, the, the tractor, tractor. trailer. Yes, R.I.P. All right, you got to get the get, get Willie the Fritz. Willie Fritz. Oh Willie. Oh Willie. Speaking oh, of, um, Willie. Wait, FAU. Not Willie Taggart. Oh dang He's it! Not there anymore. Nope. <laughs> so, oh, it's man. not. It's not Lane Kiffin. It's not Willie Taggart. You know not, who it is? It's not Lane Kiffin. It's not Butch. But no, no Butch Jones was at FIU. No, he's Butch not. Jones. Butch Davis. He is. was Butch at FIU. Jones. <laughs> Butch Davis. Yes, let's get our Butches right. Sorry, Butch Davis. You uh, butchered that. FAU. I don't know. Who Come on, it? former Texas coach. Uh, oh, it's um, and Houston coach Tom Herman. Correct. Oh, very good. There you Tom go. Very good. Navy. Ken Niamatololo out. I wish UAB was on the schedule. I know their coach. Yep. 
Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Not on the schedule. Ken Niamatololo out. Ben Hiamatahoho in. <laughs> no. They promoted their defensive coordinator, Brian Newberry. As oh, coach. Okay. Newberry. I remember Newberry. our coaches talking a lot about Newberry when yes. they faced off. And then there is no Coach Mo in Tulsa anymore. Nope. Oh, Coach Phillip Mo, Montgomery Phillip out. Montgomery is out. Uh, Todd Graham's back for the eighth time. Nope. Tulsa went to a former Indiana coach. Oh, uh, Kevin. Yes. Kevin Wilson. Correct. Wow. You I see? Bobby Knight. There we go. <laughs> All right. There's so. your rundown of your 12 coaches for East Carolina opponents this year. My goodness. You know the crazy thing when I was looking at the schedule? Rice finished 5-8. and eight. I was like, how does a team finish 5-8? and eight? Did they play Hawaii? Hawaii? Did they, did they get an exemption? Oh. They, they actually went to a bowl game That's at 5-7 right. and seven and lost to Southern Miss. Yeah. Mm. Kind of uh, bizarre. Classic Rice. Uh, let's run down the schedule and the fight songs real quick. Shirley, uh, can we hit a classic? Maybe one of the all-time great fight songs. East Carolina will open up on the road at Ann Arbor to face the Michigan Wolverines. And Ellerby, any way you slice it, this is a classic fight song. Yeah, this one's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. I'll keep a uh, running tab. But right now, we've got Michigan number one with a bullet. All right, uh, week two, the Pirates are at home. I like this game. I like this matchup. We are. Marshall. Shirley, hit me some Marshall real quick. I like this. Yeah. It's it's good fanfare. Um, Marshall folks, extremely, extremely nice people. All of them? Every, every time one I, of them? Every time I've been to Huntington, extremely nice people. Randy Moss? Byron Leftwich? Is he nice? Which, would you like to get mossed? <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to get mossed. Is Hassan Whiteside? Is he a nice guy? <laughs> All right. Marshall, I'm putting that high on the list. Yeah, That's it's just, good. It's just kind of hard to... It takes me back to that We Are Marshall movie, too. Mm-hmm. They play it a lot in that movie. All right. Week three in Boone at Appalachian State. Ooh. It's got a good beat. I can, see myself out. A, I can see myself in a mountaintop listening to this mm. with some pride. Maybe some moonshine. All right. At App State Week 3. Let's go back home to Gardner Webb on Saturday, September 23rd. Ooh. Hey. I don't know about this one. It almost sounds like they're playing off beat. It kind of seems like it's the pet band from like Tim Kraft. Doesn't seem like a college. Yeah, it's gonna go band. down on the list right now. Gardner Webb's gonna rank rank low right now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have them low. But there's still hope because we got a lot of schools left. We have the most boring school of all time, rice. It's a boring food. They have dead environments. Good Southwest flavor there. And they have a boring song. Nah, this is terrible. Did this get you fired up for anything? No. Fired up to maybe eat an apple pie, but that's about as close I feel like as the I can get. Queen's coming. <laughs> yeah, this is brutal. You don't want to sing along? We love the rice. <laughs> rice is way down. I like rice dirty. How about that? The conference opener will be at Rice. Welcome to the AAC 2.0. Well, based on fight songs, we're going to be a three touchdown favorite. Yeah, bad fight song. All right, let's go Thursday night. Night of the Boneyard at Daddy Ficklin Stadium where SMU comes to town. 
That's got a good beat. You know, they yeah. got to get like when you have Eric Dickerson, Craig James, and you've paid a bunch of money in the 80s to football players, got the death penalty. You're going to have a good fight song. I like this one. Rank SMU up by number three. Yeah. All right. You're bumping them ahead of App State? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. They're right. up high. They're, uh, they're moving up. Moving on up. We now have a... Oh, I missed a off week in there, I believe, Ellerby. Uh, the bye week this week, will, this uh, season will be October 7th. Yeah. Is there a fight song that week? <laughs> or is that, that, that clip in the hammock fight song right there? That's uh, what, that's The song that day will be the CBS college theme oh, because good, I'll good be call. watching some football. All right, Shirley, let's go to October 21st, Saturday, in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, homecoming, where the Pirates face the Charlotte 49ers. And Biff Pogey leaves the 49ers out of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Biff. Biff. This will be it's pretty good. I'll put it middle of the road. I'll put it behind App State. All right. Are you going to think, is UTSA going to be good or bad? How you feeling? What's your vibe? I feel like they should have a good one. All right. Let's hear it. At UTSA, this will be the Pirates' second toughest road game of the season, I think. UTSA finished 11-3 last year, 8-0 in Conference USA. Yeah, and they're good in the Alamo, though. Can I get some UTSA? This will be October 28th on the road. I like it. Middle of the pack. They're all starting to sound alike now. <laughs> Let's go to Tulane. How about that Green Wave fight song? Oh, good start. That gives me some New Orleans vibes. Yeah. yeah. I, I like I love, on Bourbon Street. I always love when a fight song starts off with a strong whistle. Yeah. Can you hear the beginning again, Charlie? They get points for that. Oh. Yeah. Got the whistle. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of like a parade whistle, like get out of the way. You're about to get run over by the marching Tulane Green Wave. All right, Shirley, November 11th on the road. Back to Boca Raton we go to face FAU. Their fight song cannot be good. They can't have any fans. Is it like? Good call, Ellerby. This is a snoozer. Yeah. Snoozer. Not as bad as Rice. Probably the best weather location. Not the best fight song. Yeah. Uh, Navy is a Stone Cold Classic. Uh, yeah, they might they might beat Michigan. Ooh. No, Ooh, they, they, I, I, I yeah. like this one. Yeah, Navy. Right. It gives me some I American for, pride. I forgot about Navy. I went too hard on Michigan at number one. Okay. Michigan's been bumped. They've been defeated by the midshipmen. All right, Navy. And finally, back home against the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. I'm going to say they have a bad one. Snooze fest. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of expected that from Tulsa. They are they're they're very snoozy. Well it's very snoozy because they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing around nothing there. Nothing going on. Dust. Snooze fest. Unofficial rankings. We got Navy number one, Michigan two, followed by Marshall, SMU, App State, Charlotte, UTSA, Tulane, then at the bottom, Tulsa, FAU, Gardner Webb, and Rice. Hmm. First segment, you've learned the coaches, you've learned the fight songs. You probably don't remember the schedule, but uh, just go to our social media and you can make your plans. There, there's some uh, some information you did not have. Uh, let's see. Tyler says, are we inadvertently giving teams bulletin board material by pooping on their fight songs? 
Yes. I'll tell you what, Rice is going to come in with a with a chip on their shoulder. Absolutely. After what I, uh, we I said to say all about of Those Rice owls are going to be hooting mad. <laughs> all of Rice is listening to Pirate Radio right now. <laughs> they are. Uh, so we could talk about their awful athletic teams, I guess. Who, Rice? Yeah. And really give them some bulletin board material. Actually, I, I, why don't we look up in the break what the all-time record against Rice is? Uh, we shall do that. They've, I know Rice has had a couple heartbreakers and defeated the Pirates. Well, as Jeff Charles, the late great Jeff Charles would say, uh, it was a house of horrors, LRB, yes, playing there. At absolutely. We had some, some duds. Uh, Skip lost a dud there. Yep, I remember that. Rice. One. We used to lose. That one wide receiver just made a game of itself. Dillard? Yeah. Jared Dillard? That could be him. I want to say. Um, and also, we would lose in their no-fan arena basketball gym when they had Morris Almond, I believe was his name, Mm -hmm. and a good basketball player. All right, um, so there you go. The schedule is out, and uh, we'll have plenty of time to make predictions, talk about it as uh, we move forward here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Chad, that's a good one. Ellerby, let's reconvene next Tuesday and rank the mascots. We'll go through the schedule every Tuesday from here until Mm -hmm. September and and rank something. We can do um, colors. We, we can do school colors. We can do mascots. We can do alums. Famous alums. Oh, I can I, give you alums. Notable alums them. would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do like location. Yeah. What's their location known for, or what? What are they known for? for like where? Years? Like vacation destination. Yes. Biggest scandal that's ever happened at the school. <laughs> SMU SMU's immediately goes to the top. <laughs> that was going right to, to the top. Number one. <laughs> they are odds-on favorite right now, but uh, you know Michigan's had some uh, controversies. Uh, Drew says stadiums. So yeah, we've got our next like four months planned for Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm locked in. All right, wait, all right, there you go. Assuming, do, do assuming we have... don't have to get massages or go go afternoon drinking again, you know. I'll be here. Don't okay. worry, folks. All right, I'll I'll, go, I'll take care of it. I was going to say, there are some stadiums that are known for a specific or a specific type of food, like for the city. Jack, you don't know Jack. You don't know Jack. Bowen, yes, sir, I do. You know Jack. Says the food. We could do local local delicacies yes. for each of the places. Yes. Uh, massage places near stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where did Bob Kraft go? I was about to say Bob Kraft. Was, was, was it in Boca Raton? <laughs> yes, it is. It was in Jupiter. <laughs> yes. They're shooting right to the top. Places that have local craft beers <laughs> at, uh, at uh, stadiums. Kenny says helmets. Look, I like this, folks. We I should be writing these down. Things to rank in the future. David well, says craft beers. Well, you can also do famous alums like you know like athletics and non-athletics correct that, i was thinking non-athletics yeah, like but, but now you can celebrities go with, who's the, politics i mean it could be debatable who the best michigan football player of all time is yeah off the top of your head who is it desmond howard that's who i was gonna say but they've had but maybe tom, oh, oh we forgot about tom brady but he didn't play there i mean he did I, yeah. but he wasn't that great there okay this is a, another discussion desmond howard won the heisman i mean yeah. you got to pick one of their heisman guys. best player while at the school yeah, it's the best player while at Michigan, not the best player that, I mean. Okay, fair enough. I mean, while, while they wore the Michigan uniform, while they wore the UTSA uniform. All right. Why is this the thing you're so passionate about? Because I want to push you to get more irritated. <laughs> David says cheerleaders in the pros. <laughs> cheerleaders. Uh, how about you do that research, David, and pass that along to us. 
All right, let's uh, take a break. When we return, we'll tell you about uh, an event that's going on in the area for yes. a good cause. David Vaughn, uh, Jerry Peden going to join us here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll uh, have those gentlemen on as we continue on Hour 1 PRL. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com. Or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday coming up on the program. We got Mike Mullis joining us to talk Pirate Baseball and more. Coach Kim McNeil, ECU Women's Basketball coming up in hour number two as well as they have won five in a row. Got a big one against Houston coming up. Wednesday, 6 o'clock in Menjis, and former ECU tight end Bryce Williams on the way as well. Uh, right now, LRB and I welcome in uh, David Vaughn and Jerry Peden to the show. Talk about uh, something you can get involved in uh, to help a, a worthy cause here in the area. And uh, good to have you gentlemen in. Well, thank you. We appreciate you taking the time. Jerry, thanks for coming down. Uh, tell us a little bit about your story. Or there's a golf tournament coming up for yeah, a little like fundraiser. There's a, there's a fundraiser golf tournament that's going to be held at the very end of March. It's going to be on Friday, like March 31st. Uh, so we've had like a pretty good turnout so far. I mean, we're still looking for teams. That uh, we still are looking for whole sponsors. Everything, every little bit, kind of helps out. It's going to be a, a fun day of golfing, and uh, the fundraiser is going to go to help uh, your battle with cancer that you just been diagnosed with. So uh, something that, uh, what, in the last few months that uh, you found this out? Uh, I found this out pretty much the middle of like of, uh, of January kind of range. Okay. And I, I noticed on the flyer it said that uh, the fundraiser is going to be for, obviously, there's medical expenses, but you want to bring awareness to uh, yes, y- of, your situation. Of course, and, of course, because... Uh, I guess that me kind of growing up, I've always heard of ages like the men or just whoever, like in their 50s, and then it goes to mid-40s. But I, I kind of like to see it get like a little bit younger. I mean, guys that are 40s, 30s or something, because, uh, I mean, I had like a primary doctor. I was going to a doctor, and I mean, like you kind of think that like it might not happen to you, but then again, it happens to everybody. I mean, so by me going to treatments and stuff, I've seen all ages and all types of people. So it definitely hits a home through like a lot of like different houses and stuff. So, I mean, definitely like trying to bring awareness. Uh, I mean, so like if you don't have a primary doctor or if, 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 if you do, I mean, I would definitely be asking questions and be trying to get in for exams or scans or just anything you possibly do can, can ease your mind or just kind of help out your family or just anything else. David, uh, you're a great community guy, always been a big supporter of, of events. How, how, are, how are you connected here with uh, Jerry Peden? Well, Jerry been like a son to me. Uh, he's been my son's best friend for 25 years. Grew up in my house. Uh, I have fed him enough that he should be on my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just one of those situations that uh, uh, you never want to be a part of. But at the same time, our family is 100% behind Jerry. 
Right. Tough situation, but uh, something you guys are, are taking a negative and turning into a positive and trying to have some fun with this uh, golf tournament on March 31st. Uh, I know we have a, a commercial running that po- folks can call Mike Vaughn, your son, to, if they want to get involved in that. But there's also another event that uh, the ladies can be involved with. Is that right, David? That is correct. And it's uh, something that they just put together in the uh, last couple of days and called a Blowout Cancer Event. For Jerry Peden and supposedly from uh, I believe it's Casey Haddock and you can contact Elisa Vaughn, Mike okay. Vaughn's wife and so you go in and get shampoo and blow dry, they can have a bait sale, raffle tickets, food, refreshments and it's going to be March 25th from 10 to 5 and uh, if you'll just contact them and it's all on Facebook and uh, I'm sure if you check any of our pages that uh it's being blown around pretty good absolutely we've posted it on our social media we'll put that uh, new event out as well so people can get out and, and support this uh jerry when, when clip said you were you're coming in he's like i think i, I know jerry uh, yeah, unfortunately yeah. he may be a well, washington fan like I me am, is, is that true that is true that is very true to try to bring a little humor in it jerry if you survive being a washington fan this goes yeah this will be i know nothing, i man. know i was like i've spent many sunnies and disappointments so if i could do that i could do many things oh, there you go you're I, tough you're uh, uh, you're in, yeah, you're seasoned at this point. Uh, but not uh, to start trouble, but he is a Duke fan too. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, we're bringing all we're all the cards to the bees. table. We're all the bees now, so yeah, <laughs> spilling them all. But so uh, you, you mentioned that we got the commercial running, but uh, if people want to, you said you got teams that can sign up, be a part of this coming up still. <clears throat> oh yes, for like the for the Pete Charlie golf yeah. tournaments. Yes, I mean so there's still spots available for like a few more of, of the golf teams. Uh, there's definitely like more spots available for the whole sponsors as sponsors, well. So yeah. I mean that we can still reach out and I mean every little bit counts. Pete and Strong is the hashtag they're That's using. Uh, Jerry, we, we wish you nothing but the best. Is there anything else uh, you want the audience to know before uh, we get out of here? No, sir. I mean, like the biggest thing is, is that I mean, I always knew I had like a whole bunch of friends, but people have definitely stepped up and come to the aid for many, many help. I mean, even just help picking up kids. So I mean, it's definitely taking an army. So I do appreciate. Every little thing everybody's done, every uh, call, text message, uh, any type of, I mean, just anything. I mean, so all of the words of encouragement, I mean, like it does not go unnoticed, and I do appreciate it. Awesome. Get out there uh, March 31st. David, uh, great job helping be a part of this, uh, organizing all this. And uh, folks, uh, once not, again. Not all me. I know, but just, uh, as a part of it, yeah. but uh, your son, Mike Vaughn, and his wife are kind of heading up the events. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll repost the flyers on our social media. David, and, you passed the community torch to Mike, I guess. That, oh, that's yeah. great to hear. I'm really proud. Of, I mean, yeah. really, I'm really proud of the fact that the younger generation has stepped up. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if, if they have a question or if they want some help, they'll, they'll ask and um, they know I'm there if they help them in any way possible. Well, it's one of the great things about this community. People yeah. will step up, and uh, as you found Absolutely. firsthand of uh, who, who will help you, who your real friends are, Absolutely. and uh, it runs deeper than most people probably don't even know. It, it runs very, very deep. I've had people reach out, people I've not talked to in 10, 15, 20 years. So, I mean, just having all that encouragement, just knowing that like I'm not fighting alone has definitely made a huge, huge, huge impact on me. Well, well, good luck. So. We're, we're fans here. We're pulling for you. Keep us updated. And uh, McClip will want to have you back, and y'all can uh, talk, talk about, about Eric being to me. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, have you back. Have C- back. Come back and break down the Washington football I, I team. I can have a little talk. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Awesome. Get, guys, thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, Jerry and David Vaughn here on Pirate Radio Live. Ellerby will uh, reconvene with yep. you. Next Tuesday. Next Sounds Tuesday. like we got a lot of homework to do. I 
go. Can you give me some prep work of what we're going to be breaking down according to the ECU schedule? And I'll be back with more. We'll rank. Uh, we'll rank the mascots next week. Mascots, yeah, gotcha. We'll do I'm that. In. I'll see you on Tuesday. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? CopyPro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Cliff Ron. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Thanks to uh, David Vaughn, Jerry Peden for coming in. And uh golf tournament coming up at the end of March that you can be a part of and be a sponsor of as well to help Jerry's battle with cancer um talked uh football schedule release in segment number one we'll talk more about that uh but would anyone like to wish me anything on this particular day anybody shirley chandler anybody online happy happy tuesday Uh, close it's taco tuesday happy taco tuesday i feel like you're getting there happy it's mardi gras happy yes uh you're all over it happy mardi gras happy mardi gras happy tuesday happy fat tuesday thank you chandler i appreciate it man oh i thought it was just mardi gras uh it's a day to celebrate the fatties out there and uh thank you chandler for wishing me a happy Happy fat Fat tuesday Tuesday. Uh, we celebrate uh the skinny folks uh the other 364 days out of the year today is for the fatties oh i for me it's fridays <laughs> fat fridays i call it fat girl friday <laughs> fat girl can i be that that's, or do that, I have to be a that's, girl? that's when i go get bojangles because i have to really i have to watch <laughs> i watch i have to watch my fried food intake i have to be careful with fat that girl fried food friday yeah <laughs> so <laughs> on fridays i go get bojangles and people are like oh aren't you supposed to be watching your friday i'm a fat girl friday did you not know it's Fat Girl Friday? Mm-mm. Shout out to all the fatties on Fat Tuesday. Fat! Fat! Tuesday. Give me back my son! Dawson says, clip, my guy. My gay. What's up, my guy? My gay. How you doing, my guy? My gay. My guy. Hey, my, my guy. My guy. Steve said, clip-o. David Saul said, clipper. Clipper. I think Jack was referring to the uh, Shirley massage talk earlier, and he said, where were the two little butt cheeks? It's two little butt <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> Good question. Under a sheet. Uh, and uh, Tony Dunn says, LOL, Keaton Mitchell. What a dummy for waking up and getting drafted. What an absolute moron. How dare you get drafted by a football, professional football league? How, how stupid can you be? I'm so glad that I realized that I didn't get drafted by a football team today. We got people walking through this same earth that we're on. They get drafted to be in professional football league. What an idiot! Unbelievable! <laughs> 
How stupid. That How is, would they do that? <laughs> that is a you fair weather to idiot. <laughs> oh, do we still have that? No way. Uh, we, no I don't way. have it on my board, right. but I still have it. Idiot. Yeah, that's a, that's a throwback right there. By the way, Keaton Mitchell got drafted by a USFL team. It doesn't stupid. mean he's going <laughs> to. Stupid. That's, that's, that, what, did you, what did you just say? It doesn't mean he's going to play in the USFL. He could. Yeah. Could be a fallback plan. He, he has pro day. He has the combine. Why would he choose the USFL he, over the NFL? He could get drafted. Everybody calm down. I mean, that's so stupid. Calm down. The NFL draft hasn't even happened yet. All right. Uh, let's see. David says only five home games disappointing in the season with three away games disappointing. To which Jonathan says they have six home games. The last home game against Tulsa is at home. <sighs> I just did a Troy D. Sigh. All right. I need everybody to. All right. If 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 y'all want to make the world a better place, let's let's think before we type something on social media to a response to a story just just like people say think before you speak just do me think that, before you type do me that one favor and just and it's not going to solve anything so we're still going to have this war and poverty and all these things in the world but it would make it a little bit better just a little bit so i saw somebody comment like all like when it says we're at home it says daddy ficklin stadium and at the Tulsa game, it says Greenville, North Carolina. And somebody jokingly commented on <laughs> and said it was going to be played at, like, J.H. Rose. Now, that's funny. It's funny. That's a good but comment. He, but here's the thing. It was a good joke, good funny comment. Yeah. But there's going to be people that actually think <laughs> that that's going to happen. Why, gonna go, are we, why are we having senior day Gilbert! at a high school football stadium? This is ridiculous. Go to hell. <laughs> Get a job. Go to hell. Get a job. Mike P said we could rank the best rices: jasmine, brown, fried, other, white, 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 white. Uh, fried is number one in dirty. my dirty. I love a dirty rice. Want to get dirty? I like to get down and dirty. You do love a dirty rice. I you do. have talked about that. I do. I love dirty rice. Yeah. Ate it many a time tailgating for an ECU football game. So, what's your favorite uh, rice dish? Like, for me, it would be chicken fried rice. Okay, I, that's what I was going to say. Because I definitely don't like shrimp fried rice. You just said dirty would be your favorite. I guess. So and you're it, not a dirty rice guy. No, I am. Wow. I, I am. I am. You either are or you're not. No, I am. All, I'm all in. All right, Charlotte, favorite rice dish? I, I got to say it, it's fairly simple. Cheese rice. Oh, okay. It's white rice. You put cheese in it. And you serve it for breakfast. Now, when I say chicken fried rice, I'm thinking the like Chinese variety, but you could also go like hibachi yeah, yeah. rice. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Yeah. yeah, a good old cheese rice, Shirley. I like a little broccoli in the cheese rice. How do you um, feel about that? Cheese. I don't rice. mind it. Um, oh yeah, cheese rice. Rice. You just rice. cook a you cook a pot of white rice, and when it's and just a, yes, yeah, it is that simple, Chandler. She didn't need to explain it. She was doing you a favor explaining it, and then you interrupted her explaining it's, it. It's called cheese rice. <laughs> I've never heard. You shut up. You're a dumbass. Is it good? <laughs> You're a dumbass. Is it American cheese? You're or like... a dumbass. Okay, I'll allow that question. Shirley, what kind of cheese you put in there? I put American cheese in there. All right. Or a sharp cheddar. Cheddar. I like a cheddar. I got to go sharp. American. Sharp cheddar, and if you really want it good... Take 
take you some extra sharp cheddar and put it in um uh, the sharper the better yep like uh like a knife i like my cheese like i like my knife cuts like a knife sharp j mood john moody says pork fried rice uh, yeah. uh, i mean yeah, whatever meat you want it's fine. whatever meat navy uh should be number one on all our power rankings says mike p or you hate the troops uh, all right. it's, a, it's a good one <laughs> anchors away uh, Jonathan says rice used to be good at baseball. They aren't even good at that anymore. Yeah, rice is bringing nothing other than been nothing since Wayne Graham. Guess what, folks? Great academics, which is very important to me. Top tier. <sighs> All right. I graduated from a uh, R two school, East Carolina University. Rice R one. I'm assuming very smart people go there so you're just as stupid as keith mitchell getting drafted today by yeah. the usf you might as well draft me to you, the usf you might as well be named keith mitchell yeah okay, you're stupid <laughs> yeah all right that might be out of context for some people and, and it joke. will and now people are going to cancel you chandler now people think i hate keith mitchell they're think stupid. He's stupid no chandler hates me he doesn't hate keith mitchell alan says and we're gonna have to go back to the uh the table here what table he says three-way athlete charles woodson beats out desmond howard offense defense special teams he's got a very good point there mm. charles woodson but i just but that they, is a they were both so good mm. in college like legendary mm-hmm. iconic college players desmond howard he had the heisman pose that kind of put him over the top the punt return to, and to use he, that word again iconic but in the end zone put it out there and it lives on forever uh drew says cubed shredded let's talk more cheese (laughs) um it is actually the actually block cheese you know you can get the little and you just throw the whole thing in there no 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 no. you You shred it no no, no, you just slice up a couple of pieces to your liking if you like it pretty cheesy you're going to want to put about maybe five or six slices in there if you don't like it that cheesy, you know, dial it back a bit. I remember but, my granddad and Shirley, you probably know what I'm talking about here. Like, uh, is it hoop cheese? Yes, or hoop, like cheese. Hoop, hoop cheese. But they go to some country store or something and get that cheese. Yeah, and, and you usually get it like in, uh, it looks like a cake slice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Triangular. Or, and or it prism. usually is has a piece of wax on the back of it mm-hmm. that uh, is usually either black or red. Red, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat it with a cracker? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. You make a biscuit out of that bad boy. Yeah, hoop you take that biscuit. hoop cheese and stick it in the middle of a biscuit. Woo. I enjoy eating with uh, lunch with a cracker when Chandler's around during lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson says Keaton would run for 8,000 yards in the USFL. <laughs> that is true. I don't know. It, <laughs> okay. I don't think there's anybody that could catch Keaton in the USFL. All right. Uh, does, does Steve's got a good question. Does Chandler hate Keaton Mitchell more than Wes hates Chandler? <laughs> that is a really good question. The way, I would say you Wes, Wes hates gotta... me more because I actually do not hate Keaton Mitchell. Wes actually hates me. I, I feel like y'all got along pretty good Friday when Shirley we did. was out. We did. But, man, in the past, Wes has just roasted he you. He hates me. I he mean, does. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell a joke. and Oh, he's all... <laughs> You tell one, you're like, he's like, ha, ha, ha. That and time, I, also, And I yeah. tell, oh, I should have told him the uh, monkey peed in your beer joke. 
Yeah. And see if he liked that one. I remember that for next time. Ah. West is out. Or West is in, I should say. Shirley's out. Um, I wish we had video of that time he did coach you through your uh, on air, yeah. on camera stuff. Put your arms down. Like he was giving you Be advice. Still. Yeah. And you listened to him, right? I did. And it worked. Eric says. Um, no free ads, but a certain place that has a pig mascot mm-hmm. um, sells hoop cheese, and he says it is delish. There's a little place in Farville that has some of the best hoop cheese biscuits you'll ever see. I ain't had a eat brick of hoop cheese in a while. Ooh. I am a um, sharp cheddar guy, though. Hoop, there it is. Hey, we need we need to advertise some hoop cheese and. And start from there. Bobby's hoop cheese. Hoop. There it is. I would be down for that. We got free samples. What's your uh, favorite cheese to put on a sandwich? American. Oh yeah. We're in America. Yeah. All day long. (laughs) Well, put me once once in a while. I'll I'll take a little trip to Switzerland every now and then because I love some Swiss. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll I'll get Swiss. Um. Uh, And probably more rare than that a little provolone chandler i feel like you haven't branched out a lot when it comes to cheese no i haven't uh, maybe i are pepper, you scared pe- to? pepper jack I'm, yeah. I'm like that with a lot of food now pepper jack i like with certain f- certain foods like um uh aj mcmurphy's used to have like this chicken sandwich and i can't remember what the name of it was yeah. but it had a lot of it was like a spicy yeah, Cajun yeah, yeah. Sam- and R- putting <laughs> I keep wanting to say it, and I stop myself, and I just sound like an insane person. I'm over here going raging Cajun. Was it that one or something like that? Yeah. Or was it the heater? Bring me the heater. That's it. That's what it was. It was. It was called Bring Me the Heater, and I would get it, and I always got pepper jack cheese on top of it just to give it just a little bit more spice. Yeah, I like and, a little uh, kick. So certain certain foods I like with I like pepper jack cheese with. Somewhere on my phone, I have like a three part video on Snapchat of me. It's basically a tutorial of me making a ham and cheese sandwich. If you have, if you guys ever <laughs> want to see it, it's, oh, it's, dear it's Lord. when I was in college. I was bored. I had just got back from class, and I made a video. It was a tutorial on how to make a ham and cheese sandwich. All right. I want to see that. We, we, nah, I don't want to see that. Changed my mind. All right. You're missing out. I am. You're lost. I want to do a segment <laughs> where you uh, experience new cheeses. What cheeses have I not had? I was offered Munster cheese. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. I would like to be a part of that segment too and try some that I'm not familiar with. Guess what? You can miss Gouda, me with whatever. Which one is the, referred to as the stinky cheese? Is that Gouda? There's a there's a well, cheese that's referred to as the stinky cheese. My little gorgonzola. I, look, miss me with this cheese. Why I'm, are you saying miss me? Miss me with this. Are you cool? I'm hip. Okay. That's what we say nowadays. But I like to stay in one of the. I like to stay in one of these. But I don't like to eat one of these cottage cheese. I don't. Ew. I like to stay in a cottage house. But I, I cottage cheese. That might be what you're talking about. Cottage cheese. No, might be the stinky no, cheese. no, no. No, cottage cheese is not stinky, but Blue it is cheese? gross to look at. In my opinion. Uh, in the lasagna, you put uh, ricotta, correct? What about oh, ricotta mozz- cheese? What about, yeah. what about mozzarella? <laughs> Do you like a fresh? What about mozz? what about a fresh mozz? <laughs> Do you like a, a fresh? Mozz? I like a fresh oh, mozz. We need to ask Mason Garcia the next time we talk to him. Does he like mozzarella? Mozzarella. Oh, uh, well, all right. We may be doing that soon. Uh, Johnny says Limburger. 
Oh, is that the steaky cheese? I think that could be it. What did you say, Chandler? I said, I love a good burger. Yeah, I know. Uh, Eric also says Limburger is the stanky cheese. So there you go. Yeah. I don't think I want to eat anything. Well, you know know my rules when it comes to food. If it looks funny, if it smells funny, if I cannot pronounce it or spell it, I'm not eating it. I don't mind a little stank on it. Mm Mm-mm. Put the closest thing, the closest thing that I will eat that has a stank on it is sauerkraut. <laughs> That's the only, you know, because that does have a very pungent smell. And we're going to put a little stank on it with Limburger cheese. Let's take a break, please. <laughs> what you act like the cheese conversation wasn't going anywhere. I like talking food on this show for a segment or two every now and then. Maybe we'll get a soup update with Patrick Mason tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I know who doesn't like it's segments not, like It's this. not warm enough for it. <laughs> Mike Mullis not a fan of segments like this. And I haven't seen him here. He might have turned around. Yeah, after I he think he, he might have driven off the road. Well, yeah. see, it's easy to pull into the UBE parking lot and then just make a U yeah. and then leave. That's probably what he did. Yeah. We'll see. We'll take a time. We'll see. Take we'll a time see. out. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Got Mully and Coach Kim McNeil coming up our Number two, that's on the way after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back from sales to service. Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all of their inventory now at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do it all. Brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton for his sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. It is game day, by the way. Happy game day. Pirates on the road at Campbell. You'll have to excuse me for having a little uh, afternoon snack here because I saw a bucket container. Thank you, Chandler. Of pretzels. Uh-huh. And I said, what are those? What are those? You said pretzels with peanut butter in them. Uh-huh. Who is responsible for bringing these bad boys? That would be Jenny Shelton. Well, Jenny, I would like to say thank you. They are very Nobody tasty. warned me that there was something in the back to eat. Yeah, it's right not in there. the back. It's right there. You don't go to that table anymore, Shirley. Oh. Because we, <laughs> we because moved Wes moved everything. I know. I came back. I was like, what? They're I, in your blind I'm gone spot. gone for three whole days. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend trying some of those. Yeah, I'm going to try them. I would love to offer Mike Mullis a few, but he is joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line today. Hello, Mully. Hey, buddy. Uh, coming off a baseball weekend, a sweep over George Washington. So let's get the uh, the thoughts of you on what transpired over the weekend. What did you think of uh, seeing the Pirates in action for a few games, Mully? First off, it was a lot of fun, and you know, always is. Uh, George spending time with 
with you guys down there saw them and seen a lot of you know a lot of faces it kind of seems like you only kind of only see it you know during baseball season but um you know i i i think the team did what they needed to do they got better uh kind of as the weekend went um i think there's there's obviously there's obviously still plenty of question marks which you know, to be expected probably until we're, you know, 15, 18, 20 games into the season. So, uh, but all in all, it was obviously a successful weekend. Uh, we say it all the time in the coaching world, it's always hard to win three games in a weekend, you know, no matter who your opponent is. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, all in all, it's a good weekend. Molly, and all your experiences as a baseball guy, I mean, you know, how small of a sample size three games is out of a season that you play so i don't is is there like a marking point in the season you'd go by that if a guy's hitting 370 you're saying all right he's our guy this year if a guy's uh hitting 180 you say all right it's time to find uh first of all fix what's going on with him but also maybe find somebody else to put in like is there a, a marking point in the baseball season you look at for that? Obviously, we're a long ways away from it, but uh, is there a, a point in the season where you look at those things? No, I think it's kind of interesting, and, and I've heard Cliff say this, and I agree, as it pertains to the exact stat that you gave with batting average, it it can be a little misleading, right? You can have a guy that's hitting 370, and he's just, uh, you know, he's kind of getting lucky, getting away with it a little bit, but balls are falling, and you got a guy that's hitting – I think you said 170, and he's hitting balls right at people, just doesn't have anything to show for it. So, I, you know, there are points in the season where, you know, you're constantly evaluating, and, and you know, that, that happens in practice. I mean, it happens in BP. I, I can't tell you there's been a ton of times where I've gone, man, I, you know, I just got a gut about this kid today, and, man, he had a great round of BP, and, you know, whatever. Hey, let's 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 put him in the lineup. So you, you know, baseball allows that because you got nine. And 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 the other shot is if, you know, if it doesn't work out uh, early on, or if you see things that, you know, you really don't like, then you can make a change. And um, so I, I mean, the the, the the game itself allows a little bit more fluidity of what you do. Obviously, you like to hit a point more over where you're like, all right, this is my lineup. This is how I'm going to start, and I may make a change. Uh, maybe a change or two based on the situation, but uh, it is your question, man. It's it's kind of a constantly evolving process. Mike Mullis joining us. I said last Tuesday that we'd be overreacting on this Tuesday, and uh, we can do that in a good way, in a positive and a negative. We can overreact to what Zach Root did in his first performance as an East Carolina pitcher in game one of that series coming in out of the bullpen and just looking dynamite uh, for East Carolina. Root goes three and two-thirds, uh, gave up two hits, one walk, had five strikeouts, and uh, did not give up a run. We can overreact to what happened to Carter Spivey as your 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 game one starter who goes two and two-thirds, gives up five hits, four earned, three walks, two strikeouts we talked to carter yesterday he's not going to use what happened friday night as an excuse that he was all ready to go and right before the anthem uh bottom falls out they don't play that game so obviously molly we're not going to overreact to either one of those i do want to ask you about them both individually starting with spivey you know how much of an effect does that have 
on a pitcher as far as I, I heard the phrase getting hot a million times over the weekend and, and all that adrenaline running, and then you got to wait a whole nother day to, to actually go out there. Yeah, you know, and I think that's there, – there, there is no blanket statement to answer that question. Every guy's different. Some guys bounce back better. Some guys need more rest. Uh, you know, I, I think in that specific scenario, and I did hear him on the players' lounge, and it was kind of funny that he he kind of stuck his toe in the rabbit hole of saying, hey, you know, I have my routine and that, that you know, so – uh, but then he was quick to kind of recant that and say, but that's no excuse. I, you know, I got to be ready to go. And look, I think it had a lot to do with it. It's opening day. Uh, it's East Carolina baseball. We, we clearly know that uh, baseball means more. Uh, I think baseball means more to those kids uh, than, than maybe a lot of them uh, that are out, you know, out there playing at the college level. So I, I, uh, I, I do think it had a bearing. I, I think what you saw is him on short rest. Uh, that would have been, you know, you got to think he went through all of his pregame. He got himself loose. He did his running. Uh, he probably, I don't know what he throws at the pen, maybe, you know, 30 to 50 in the bullpen to get ready. He actually gets a chance to, to, to take the bump, uh, and then it, you know, kind of kind of falls apart on him. So I, I, I do think it had a little hangover effect. Uh, on the other side, uh, as it pertains to uh, Mr. Root, uh, I can't say that I, I'm going to overreact because I, I think I've been pretty vocal back since the fall that I really, really like that guy. I mean, I, 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 I you know, I, I don't. I'm sure he's a great kid, great young man, but man, as a pitcher and as a guy that's got potential, and I mean, even early on fulfilling that potential, I, I just. I, I, I was really I was as impressed with him as I've been with any freshman that I've seen at East Carolina, maybe ever. Wow, and uh, and yeah, you did uh, call his name a couple times in the off season, so you had a, a certain uh, expectation for him after seeing him live, and uh, he certainly lived up to it. Game one, we'll see uh, what his role is moving forward, but he's going to be. Uh, and, and speaking of roles moving forward, Mully, you know Justin Wilcoxon, uh, player of the week for his monster weekend at ten hits in the three game series. Uh, but you had a lot of stars. You also had a lot of guys come in and, and get some at-bats. With Cam Burgess, we saw Dixon Williams get a couple of hits. Coach Godwin was able to use a lot of arms in the 23-run game that the Pirates had to kind of see what he's got there. So he was able to uh, to get a lot of pieces in. And, you know, we might not see a ton of them this year, but moving forward, that can obviously pay dividends. Yeah, you know, it doesn't hurt a thing, and all of them, you know, got a chance to get a little dirt on their cleats and get out there and run around a little bit. So, um, you know, that just helps. And, and I, you know, i tell you where it helps, too. It helps uh, create more buy-in at practice. It helps. Uh, I mean, it, it's just a positive all the way around for the program. So, no, I, I think it was a um, – I mean, I think it was a great deal for them. And, and obviously, look, today, you know, here in about 50 minutes, uh, will be a little different situation, uh, you know, than, than obviously going into the weekend. Um, it's going to be an atmosphere unlike these younger kids have ever seen. And, uh, I mean, it's going to be special. So, I mean, it's 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 just exciting for the program. I, I, I do. I, I like some of the young guys. And I, I think with Wilcoxon, not, obviously not a young guy, but with Wilcoxon, man, I, and I may have said this to you, I, I – I, um, 
yeah, the hits were obvious, but the uh, the in at bat adjustments that he was making and the takes that he he just was not fooled. Hmm. He he was locked in, and I, you know that first at bat, and I've I've heard everybody, and you know how I get about the the, the two home runs that weren't. When you yank them down the line, we know how you feel about that, Molly. They're, they're, I mean, it was two strikes. Yeah. What impressed me was his his next swing with two strikes was a very hard hit ground ball up the middle. That is one hundred percent indicative of a guy being locked in and having a plan. He, he, you know, he he had he had taken the training in all these years that he's been in the program, and that was what it looks like. And I just. I mean, he, he he's in a very special place right now. Uh, who knows what happens tonight and into the weekend, the rest of the season with him. But this will be one weekend that he will never forget. I mean, I I played some slow pitch softball when I got done, and I had worse weekends than he had this weekend. <laughs> Molly, uh, I, I know you also look at what's happening defensively behind the plate, and I saw at least one pass ball had some wild pitches, but. Uh, gunned a runner down at second, uh, threw a seed down there to, to get a um, potential stolen base, a caught stealing. So how about uh, defensively? He caught 26 out of 27 innings uh, over the weekend. Ryan McChrystal still trying to get back to 100%. So uh, Cliff Cowan kind of leaned on him in a doubleheader and then throughout the weekend and, and might be doing more of that. But how about defensively for Wilcoxon? Yeah, no, he was good. I mean, he was – he was good. I think he was better than Bill. I don't know that. Um, I don't know that anybody would have expected him to have the well-rounded weekend that he had. He did. Have, you know, he had the one ball, but you got to think, man. Catching Trey is savage. Is not an easy thing to do, right? And and I mean that complimentary. He, you know, I think the stat line was like he threw like eighty-five pitches, and fifty-five of those were strikes. But of those fifty-five. I'd be willing to bet you 65% of those pitches were breaking balls. Right. And a lot of were swing and miss breaking balls that were in the dirt. Uh, and, and that's, man, that is, uh, that's hard to do. I think that's also what you see, again, if I'm putting myself in, in, in Coach Gowan's shoes, maybe the, the decision to go with your Savage in that role uh, as opposed to out of the bullpen, at least early on this year, is the fact that that swing and miss breaking ball will be a whole lot less likely to have a runner on third base to where it puts that additional pressure, you know, on the catcher. So, I, I mean, I, but Trey Savage, man, has got some incredible stuff. Uh, again, that breaking ball is it's special. Uh, when he gets command of the fastball and gets to where he can pitch off that fastball, he could be, uh, he could be really, really good, and I think we saw that maybe, maybe once or twice uh, as a freshman, where he really commanded that fastball, and it just makes that breaking ball that much better. Mike Mullis joining us, Pirate Radio Live on Mully. Outside of the Pirates winning. Uh, kind of what you talked about, just being in that environment around baseball people, around baseball fans, around a hungry uh, Pirate fan base. That was awesome to get back out there. 
the thing I enjoyed the most was the pace. It was at a breakneck <laughs> pace uh, throughout the weekend when it came to pitchers being on the mound ready to go. Hitters almost at times being rushed into the box, it seemed like. I had to kind of adjust announcing batters to the plate because they were going so fast. Uh, but I really enjoyed that. I, I really noticed that, Molly. Did you notice it going quicker uh, to start this season? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely uh, an increase of uh, – there was an increase in volume of action, if that makes any sense. There was constantly something going on, and it it was fun to watch. I, it'll be, again, it's going to be one of those things to keep your eye on to, as to how that will be um, interpreted and, and then adjudicated by the umpires as we go forward. We saw it a couple other places in the country this weekend where there was – probably what or at least what I would consider some kind of silly umpire interaction you had a a couple situations out in Houston with the uh, with the big tournament out there one with a Texas player and and then one with uh, with a call third strike on a on an Arkansas hitter and then you had a home run where a guy uh, he you know he flipped about a little bit and he was he was excited to run the bases. This was in Washington. Yeah, I saw that. He, he, gets, he gets ejected, and I, you know, I'm kind of, kind of curious about that. But it's one of those things that it seems like, like with the rest of our world, uh, we we let things get out of control before we decide to uh, exercise any common sense. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how far, you know, the pendulum will swing the other way uh, as it relates to going overly conservative now. Talking some baseball with Mike Mullis here today on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Pirates have Campbell coming up uh, today and then the Tar Heels of North Carolina this weekend. The Tar Heels are 2-1 and one against a Pirate opponent this year. They played Seton Hall this weekend. Lost the opener 10-8, to 4-2 to wrap up the series. So, fun week of baseball uh, coming up, Mully. Some challenging baseball. Yeah, and I, I I was able to talk to a, a friend of mine that sat on that uh, Carolina series. He was there actually there the first two days, and you know, kind of his takeaway. And I guess the, the score and the, the stat lines are kind of indicative that you know the Friday night guy for Carolina is pretty special, and the bullpen was a little bumpy. And um, you know, I, I think the interesting thing there is uh, Carolina running their left-handers out there at our you know predominantly left-handed lineup so uh you know yeah it'll be it'll be interesting it'll uh the nice thing with the left on left that i again i heard cliff talk about it and actually uh uh chandler and i text about this but um you know that the left on left matchup that we saw with makarevich that will that will force an approach at times uh just to keep you from uh looking foolish so um you know maybe maybe at the end of the day the non-traditional matchup favors the pirates Molly, good baseball chat. Thanks for joining us today, man. Have a good rest of your week. Enjoy the baseball, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, so I, I didn't hear. I, I I was on the phone. What was the uh, what were we eating? What was so good in there that Shirley didn't get any? Uh, we got some pretzels, and they have peanut butter inside of them, and they're really good. Oh, okay. okay. And I have cleaned my plate, and I might go for seconds. Well, I can't imagine you would ever go for seconds, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to have your share. See you, Molly. See you, guys. All right. There is Mike Mullis joining us today. Hardy baseball discussion. Robust, some would say. All right. Let's take a break. When we return, we will talk to 
Kim McNeil, head women's basketball coach at ECU. Hottest team in the league. They have won five in a row. And a big one coming up Wednesday, 6 o'clock. Shirley Chandler and myself will be making a little field trip after the show tomorrow to Menji's to check out East Carolina and Houston. We hope uh, you join us as well. Should be fun. And we'll talk to Coach McNeil about that and more when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. And guys and gal, I got a lineup. An ECU baseball lineup. Starting lineups for your ECU Pirates. And it's a familiar one. Familiar names. I see maybe one change from the game this weekend. Um, the game three this weekend. But Can I see if I can remember? All right. Uh, Chandler, who's leading off? Leading off, JJC. All right. Where's he playing? He's going to be playing in center field. Batting second. And playing left field, Lane Hoover. All right. In the three spot. Oh, boy. I already forgot. What? Um, he's catching. Oh, the catcher number thirty-four, Justin Wilcoxon, hitting cleanup. Okay, so I thought this was going to go a lot better yeah. than it went, especially the way you came in with a lot of gusto, and you faded after two batters. All right, number batting in the five hole is Luke Nowak. Yeah. Who's uh, see? I knew that batting cleanup is that Amac? Surely. Batting jo- fourth. Josh Moylan. Shirley, batting fourth. I could say it or we could play a song. Stop. <laughs> man. Batting fourth. How dare you? I'm sorry. Literally, How? I was looking at this one. I was a sailor. <laughs> so I was like, what was I was like, Garrett Sailor's not batting. What are you talking In the cleanup spot, Garrett Sailor. I was a sailor. Batting fourth and playing second base. Number 10, Jacob Starling. Batting fifth and playing. Is he DH? He's DH. And DH. Number 25, Luke Nowak. All right. Keep it going. Who's hitting sixth? Number And batting sixth. And playing third base, Alec Makarevich. That's my guy. Way to go, Chandler. All right. Here's the flip, I believe. Who's hitting seventh? Carter Cunningham. Playing right field. Hitting eighth. Hitting eighth is um, Joey. No, Joey's ninth. I'm going to go. Who am I missing? Oh, Josh Moreland. Yes. 
And then Joey Brainy. And then Shaq at short. Shaq. There is the lineup. Not bad. Not bad. Ain't too bad. On the mound for the Pirates, Charlie Chuck. Hodges. Come on, Chuck. Chucky Hodge. So there you go. That is the lineup for ECU and the Fighting Camels. Who are always so tough. Of Camp Bull. Justin Harris Ball Club. Oh, yeah? I remember I said that one time. You're like, hey, kudos to you for knowing their coach. I've probably said, too, because I'm thinking it right now. That is a good – it's a great phrase to use on radio. It makes it sound like to the listeners you know you're in team. You're in team. With what's going on and you know what you're talking about. Justin Ayer's got a pretty good ball yeah, club Yeah, Justin Ayer's got a really good ball club down there in Bowie's Creek. Yeah. Hopefully we can uh, shave, cut. What kind of wordplay can we use? Uh, Molly says, please end this. All right. All right, Molly. We'll move on. Because we have to get to. <laughs> God, that's harsh. But he's the boss. He's like the unofficial boss. He's like he's the show. He's second in charge. He's the show boss. <laughs> let's uh, let's move along because we'll uh, we'll follow baseball in hour three. Coming up tomorrow night, we'll be in Menji's Coliseum because the ECU women's basketball team is taking on Houston for the right uh, for second place in the American Athletic Conference. They have won five straight. They're rolling right now. And we will talk to the head coach of that team, Kim McNeil, joining us today on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, appreciate your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for your time and looking forward to uh, a fun Wednesday night in Menjis Coliseum, East Carolina. We'll take on Houston at 6 o'clock and free admission for those that want to go see this red-hot Pirates team play uh, against the Houston Cougars in a big game. And, Coach, uh, I know you're excited for this one. Last home game of the season uh, here. So, uh, I know you want to see a packed house. Definitely, you know, excited that, you know, the administration and myself could partner to, to – um make this happen you know Wednesday's a huge game you know one is the last game it's the next game but it also could you know solidify second place for us so I hope Pirate Nation can come out support love to see a couple of thousand people pack Minji's the last two games has been great um got loud down the stretch and they really helped us will a win on Saturday against UCF yeah, right now, South Florida 13-1 and in conference play. East Carolina sitting in second right now at 10-4 and with Memphis and Houston at 8-4. and And kind of a weird scheduling quirk, uh, and we'll talk about that in a moment, Coach. But five in a row, you talked about being able to get it done. I remember our last chat here on the show, I talked about the fourth quarters and how your team really dominates down the stretch, and that has been the case these last two ball games with uh, outscoring UCF. Uh, a 15-0 run to end that one, but 23-14 to in the fourth quarter the other day and then last midweek against Cincinnati, outscoring them 26-11 to in the fourth quarter. So, once again, finishing strong seems to be the M.O. of your team. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't get to that point, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said that last time, too. You want to get these better starts, but, yeah. but hey, at least you're getting these, uh, these good finishes. Yeah, we've gotten off to some slow starts, and sometimes, you know, these are repeat games. You know, we played Cincinnati here we played Central Florida up there and you know we're still learning how to win you know still learning how to you know compete at the top versus looking up and trying to climb our way up so you know sometimes when you play a team for the second time and you beat them you know especially UCF we beat them pretty handily at their place sometimes you can take teams for granted and then it was senior night a lot of emotions going on different routine uh, so you know we've just been talking about here the last couple of weeks just getting off to better starts and I think all of that starts in practice. 
Kim McNeil joining us and and coach I know you've got the the mindset in every game you've coached that hey we're going to go out and we're going to win this basketball game when you actually start reeling off these wins five in a row the the season that you've had uh so far this year this team has to believe a hundred percent now that every time they take the court they're going to win a game and they're going for win number 20 coming up on wednesday so that mindset that that's that's got to pay some dividends here that that they believe they're going to win every ball game they uh they take the court yeah and it's taken some time to get to this place you know obviously this is our fourth year here at ecu and you know i know that there were some doubters out there you know early that you know we couldn't get it done but you know, kudos to, you know, the administration for sticking with us, my staff, unbelievable staff, the players that are still here, the newcomers that really, you know, bought in, you know, from the jump and, and now have a belief because I do think there's a difference between buy-in and belief. And I think we really started to get that belief after our SMU game at their place when, you know, we took them to overtime, was down by 18 and came back. And, you know, it's just a different environment here now, Cliff. You know, my first couple of years here was, like pulling teeth to get kids to come in and work on their game and do extra things. Now, you know, every morning I get here at 7.45 and I hear balls bouncing starting about 8.15. So it's just a good feeling to see kids really dedicating themselves to their craft. East Carolina, Houston coming up Wednesday, 6 o'clock, Menji's Coliseum. Looking forward to a uh, Pirate Radio field trip after we wrap up the show at 6. Shirley and Chandler and I are going to jet over there and Hope to see a lot of folks inside of Menji's Coliseum. Uh, Coach, we, we've talked a lot about Danae McNeil this year. 30 points uh, in the win last week against Cincinnati and uh, added 19 in the victory uh, against UCF. And uh, she has just been great uh, scoring the basketball. And talk about newcomers with her and talk about Amaya Joyner as well. But it's a good mix of of uh, left players that have been here previously and then these uh, the, the new arsenal you've added uh, in the offseason. Definitely a good mix, you know, some kids. You know, we Saturday's game was pretty emotional for me, you know, in a lot of different ways. Just, you know, looking around and seeing, I think we had 11, 1,200 people there. Um, and just hearing them rally behind us um, and, and the chant ECU at the end, it just, you know, this wasn't how it was when we first got here. So just seeing the growth of this program, seeing the growth of, um, these players, um, it just got me really emotional. And so we spoke about it, you know, in, in the locker room at the end of the game, just the kids that have been here, the Morgan Mosleys, the Tina Josephs, the, the, the Alexia Roses, you know, the, those kids, it's Nia Johnson who has been here through the storm with us, you know, for these last three years and now finally seeing the sun come out. I'm just so happy for them. So happy for our seniors, you know, Tierra Chambers, you know, this is her fifth year. You know, for her to be able to go out on a winning note, I'm just really, really happy for this program. And you mentioned that joy. Uh, people are hoping for ECU women's basketball wins now so we can see the post-game video, Coach. Uh, the, <laughs> a lot of celebrating going on in the locker room, and, and that is awesome to see. That, that's a lot of fun. And like you said, uh, you've worked hard. This team has worked hard to get to this point, and they've earned uh, that fun that they're having after games. Definitely. I mean, these student athletes, they put a lot into it. You know, it's not just what they do on the court, but it's you know, outside the court in the community, in the classroom. And you got to have fun with it. you got to enjoy the moment a little bit. I think sometimes we get so caught up in, in the, next, the next game, the next play, the next practice that we forget to celebrate the now. And so I definitely want to make sure that they are enjoying these moments, but also staying hungry. And on that note, Coach, how about you? Uh, Ten conference wins going for win number 20. 
uh, this season on Wednesday. It sounds like you, you're able to balance it. You, you are able to kind of reflect on what this team has done this year, what you've done, and what you've built it into, but at the same time, stay hungry, like you said. So is that a tough balance to have, to, to enjoy it as it's happening? It is. It definitely is because we're still trying to teach these young women how to win. You know, this program has not been in this situation since I've been here. You know, and if we could pull off this win on, on Wednesday, I think it would be the highest um, finish that this in program history. So it is about, you know, enjoying it. You know, I think my first, you know, coaching game when I was at University of Har- um, at Harford and um, first college coaching game and we beat Boston College and I was just, who's next, who's next, who's next? <laughs> and so I really learned from that experience to, to really enjoy and really, you know, reflect back on what you're doing because, you know, it, it has been a, a hard three years for us. You know, we came in my first year at times we only had seven or eight players. The next year COVID hit, then the next year the portal hit. So, you know, it has it, – it, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of doubters. It's, you know, been a lot of tears. It's been a lot of sleepless nights. Um, so to finally see all this hard work pay off is it, definitely really rewarding. But we're, we're not done yet. We, we got a lot more basketball left to play. And hopefully, like I said, Pirate Nation can come out Wednesday and, and really help us um, get this victory on Wednesday. And everything helps build the team as far as the future, and, and that includes winning. That includes, uh, you know, the fan base uh, starting to rally uh, behind you, getting more of a crowd in Minji's, and also those fun videos we see. Uh, the recruits see those girls having fun after the game and want to be a part of something special like that. And and uh, this has certainly helped in recruiting, Coach. I know some things you can talk about, some you can't, but uh, the future is bright for ECU women's basketball. It definitely is, and you're right, Cliff. Like, you know, the athletes and players, they want to they wanna feel the support, you know. So these last two games have been huge. You know, it looks good on ESPN+, Plus. you know, the lower bowl being packed, and recruits, they want to see that, you know. So when they see the support from Pirate Nation, when they see the support, you know, at the games, it definitely helps us in recruiting. And, you know, we once again, we've got another great recruiting class coming in here, you know, next year, second year in a row that we've signed a top 100 player in the country. And, and, and Knock on wood, I can return my whole starting lineup next year. So with the return of them and, and then these young ladies we got coming in next year, you know, women's basketball at ECU is now relevant. We're, we're here to stay. Awesome stuff. Kim McNeil joining us uh, on the Pirate Radio Live Line. I know you coaches uh, like to control what you can control. Uh, one thing you can't control is the schedule. And kind of a weird scheduling quirk here where you play Wednesday at home, 6 o'clock against Houston, and then the regular season finale is on the road Saturday at Tulane. And then basically a week and a few days off uh, because it looks like you're going to earn a bye in the first round of the AAC tournament. And, Coach, you've known this was coming for a while. As you look at it now, is it like, okay, the rest is going to be great, or would you rather kind of stay hot, play some games? Uh, what's your thought on that? I'd rather stay hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you get in the groove, you know, when I first got the schedule and looked at it, I was like, ugh, you know, didn't really <laughs> like it. But, hey, what can you do? You know, it, it is what it is, and I have a great staff. And, you know, once um, – Saturday is over with. We'll sit down and talk about what we want that week and a half to look like. We've talked about it a little bit, kind of leading up three or four days before we play um, that Tuesday in the conference tournament because, you know, you got to win three games, you know, in order to win it all. And so you want to be going in there with some fresh legs, but you also want to keep that rhythm. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll come up with a, a great game plan. I, I might even give Coach Houston a call and kind of see what he does during those three weeks that they have off, you know, in between bowl games. But, difficult situation but can't do anything about it just gotta keep keep moving forward 
East Carolina and Houston going at it Wednesday, six o'clock, Menji's Coliseum. And uh coach, this is this is the Houston team that knocked off South Florida. So kind of pulled the upset there to give the Bulls their only loss of the year in conference play. And this will be your first look at the Cougars. So what do you expect uh, from them coming up on Wednesday night? It's gonna be a really tough game, Cliff. Um you got two teams that, you know, really pride themselves on the defensive end of the floor, but in a different way. You know, they're gonna pick us up from the time that ball goes through the rim. They're going to get in our face, full-court press, try to trap us, um, try to pl- make us play faster than what we want to play, deny ball reversals, deny pinch entries. You know, so the, the, the most important thing in this game is we got to stay poised. Um, we got to break the press, and then we got to be poised, you know, in the half court and not allow them to speed us up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to turn the ball over because they do a really good job of doing that. But we, they can't rack up. They can't be two, three, four turnovers in a row. Um, and then for us on the defensive end, we've got to cause havoc, too. We've got to make it tough for them. They've got a really good guard in Blair um, who dropped 30 um, when they did beat South Florida at South Florida. So we've got to do a really, really good job of containing her. And they got another good guard in Anya Jay that shoots the three ball very well. So we've got to do what we do on defense and stay composed on the offensive floor. Big-time matchup for second place in the American, East Carolina and Houston, 6 o'clock. Menji's Coliseum on Wednesday night. The Pirates have won five in a row, hottest team in the conference and looking to finish this regular season strong. Kim McNeil, thank you so much for joining us. Keep up the great work, and we'll see you out at Menji's on Wednesday. Thank you for having me. And Pirate Nation, we need you Wednesdays. Free admission for everybody, so no excuses. Go Pirates. Kim McNeil joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to uh, checking out the women taking on Houston coming up Wednesday, 6 o'clock. As Coach McNeil said, it's free. No excuses. Go in, cheer for the Pirates, create a home court environment, and cheer them on to their 20th win and a second-place finish in the American. That would be awesome for uh, year four under Coach McNeil absolutely and uh this would be a perfect opportunity if you haven't had a chance to to see these uh ladies play live it is a frenetic pace and it's a lot of fun to watch and i'm telling you these girls are very very talented yeah uh they and and coach mcneil talked about how big of a help it's been down the stretch they have been playing some amazing fourth quarters oh yeah but uh to have the crowd in it the energy and like you said, Shirley, just the the way they play, it's uh, it's it's frantic, it's fun, it's uh, fast paced, a lot of a lot of defense. I saw a uh, quote from um, McNeil, um, Danae McNeil, mm-hmm. that said she had to learn to love defense, and uh, that was not her strong suit coming in. And she's put up some huge offensive games, but all the uh, if you're going to play uh, for Kim McNeil it sounds like you're going to have to embrace the defensive side of the ball yeah, well that is her calling card we knew that when she first took the job at ECU that uh, defense was going to be something that she was going to be focusing on but the that quote that Danae McNeil uh, mentioned about having to learn to love defense she has also been the beneficiary of that great defense because forcing those turnovers has created a lot of fast break opportunities and Danae McNeil can fly down the court and she can get herself wide open for just an easy bucket just about every time. And uh, so that's what's been so um, uh, exciting to watch. And of course, I am going to be, you know, the hometown girl here for a second that uh, Amaya Joyner, of course, uh, most people call her Mai Mai, but uh, Amaya has an incredible 
amount uh, uh, her court vision is just unbelievable and she can find people in the smallest of spots she has made some great passes i mean she she puts up her points she gets her rebounds as well plays really good defense she's blocked shots but her court vision and being able to see her teammates breaking like a backdoor cut and those types of things it is amazing to watch and i'm just super excited Looking forward to Wednesday, 6 o'clock, right after the show. We're going to head over there to check out some ECU women's hoops as they take on Houston. All right, let's take a timeout. Come back. One more segment to go here in hour number two of Pirate Radio Live. We'll tell you how you can get the latest cool new Pirate Radio t-shirt, Jungle Nation. Uh, You'll have an opportunity to get these on Friday. We'll tell you how after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Let's get some likes going on uh, YouTube. We've got 13 more watchers than we have likes at the moment. So let's get that number bumped up some. And uh, same for Facebook. Throw us a like. I mean, we haven't talked about it in a while, Chandler. We were told by Wes Hines the other day that we, we should start doing that more. We it have works. given clear instructions it from Wes that we have to berate you people to give us likes. We have to to beg, remind, maybe explain how simple it is for you to move your mouse over to the thumb and click on it you're not gonna be asked to do anything easier today than that simple task and you're not gonna look if you ask us how to do it you're not gonna be dumb like the like keith mitchell who was drafted you better stop with that joke it's gonna get you in trouble well i mean he's an idiot (laughs) (laughs) why would he get drafted by the usfl how dare he get drafted so stupid <laughs> I mean, it just tears my nerves up. Of all, the, <laughs> of all the bonehead decisions in life, to get drafted to a professional football league, that is up there at the top. Huge mistake. Top of the list. Uh, Chad just uh, came in to give us a like. Tyler says, "Do it, smash Do it. it. Move the move your mouse over the little put the little cursor on the thumb. Take the, take the mouse." Yeah. Like so. Yeah. Take the mouse. And put the cursor on the like button. Yeah. And then click. Click. One now, simple click. If you want to take it a step further. Yeah. Take You've step- already gone the, the you know, you've already done the work. Now what do you do? Take said mouse. Yeah. Move it to the subscribe button. You're like an inch. And now I, now you you're gonna probably say, and then click. No. Don't click. 
smash oh i see what you did there yeah yeah don't click smash click the like smash the sub so for those and just to recap move uh-huh click right slight move smash like click. so easy easy peasy you must have been the star student because see you that was a a lot of students probably didn't get it and i would i would probably call on a student and say hey little jimmy in this case, I'd say, "Hey, Clip, show the class how it's done." And yeah. you just did a you just did a great job of doing that. Very easy, very simple. And why all of you are not doing it right now as we speak, I'll never know. I'll never understand. There's some things in life that we just can't explain. But we still got to move on. Life goes on. Unless you don't hit that like button. Because if we don't get 12 more likes today, this show's, uh, this show's gone. It's over. It's over. I thought about maybe some sort of competition we could do, but it brought me... Didn't you have a competition in mind about people coming up to us? Oh, if you see me, Chandler, or Shirley at a, the women's game Wednesday, the men's game Saturday, or the baseball game this weekend and you you come up to one of us or all of us and say boom 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 you win something <laughs> but we don't have something what are we going to give away that's, that's the thing that's i i mean we got stuff to give away so maybe if you come up we'll get your name you'd win my appreciation of course you'll get the admiration and appreciation and chandler what high five or fist bump i'll go high five all right i'll go handshake and uh and we'll, i might go hug wow okay make sure it's consensual yeah so, just be hugging of people. course of course okay that goes without saying yes all right fair enough uh chad points and this is chad saying this not me he says clip was an ag student in elementary school i was not however and look where it's got us today chad both moderately successful in life I was AG. Chandler was Beta Club. I wasn't AG, but I was Beta Club. Yeah. I peaked early, way early. Jack says, love you guys. Jack Skinner. That's not our guy, is it? Is that our halftime guy, or is that Don? His name was Skinner. Oh, I have no idea. Are you the halftime guy, Jack? Are you halftime guy, Jack? Is that another Skinner? Do we know Jack? You're the one that asked halftime Steve his name, and he said something Skinner. Were you I not for, listening? I, I forgot. No, I heard Skinner. I just forgot the first name. You got to pay attention, man. You got to pay attention more to your surroundings, to what's going on. You got to listen to people more. You, you got to you got to communicate. Use that degree. You went to school for communicating. You should be better than anyone, than the majority of people out there at communicating. I know. You know what I mean? It's as if, it's, it's as if I'm fake. And the communicating is a, I, that that diploma that I have on the wall back in my mom and dad's house is fake. It's it's a two way street. You're dishing out information, but you got to receive the information back. You know what I mean? Yeah. This ain't a one way lane, man. It's two lanes. It's two lanes. Think about that. Mm. <laughs> Hit the likes. If Chad were AG, it wouldn't have taken 10 years to get through to Shirley in December, says Steve. Hey-o! Wow. Wow. 
Easy. Relax. Claws in, cat. Oh, Lord. What, a, what are we doing? Mm. Pirates and Campbell uh, coming up. Bart. Uh, today we'll uh, keep you abreast of that situation. We've abreast? Got, yeah. I like that term. Me too. It's fun to say because like, it, it's a great term to use. You sound Abreast? You sound educated, but also kind of makes, like, makes you giggle. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah, it kind of makes you giggle a little silly. bit. Abreast. That's right. Um, But... Bryce Williams is going to join us when we return. We have not seen hide nor hair of Bryce in two weeks, so it'll be good to catch up with him. We'll get his thoughts on the USFL. There is a former Pirate that transferred that was also drafted today in the USFL draft. We'll tell you about that. And uh, talk to Bryce about that and more. Also, Tuesday game time with Bryce Williams. I got a game for you guys today that if you use your brains, I think this one could be good. I think it could go on for a long time. And we'll see who the last man or woman standing is. And we'll ask Bryce as well. Uh, we'll say, hey, how stupid of it <laughs> of Keaton Mitchell to go to the USFL instead of the NFL? And we'll, we'll get his thought. Explain why Chandler keeps going back to that joke. When we return, hour three on a sunny Tuesday in Eastern North Carolina. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation, Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team offers a over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Johnny, our stat guy. Has got something for us going into Johnny Stats to consider. Johnny Stats has one today. Uh, I like it. Johnny always has great stats. That's why they call him Johnny Stats. Johnny Robertson says, big challenge for Justin Wilcoxon today. Campbell was 5 of 5 in stolen bases versus the Pirates last year. They already have st- seven players with a stolen base this season. That is a, uh, a great stat, Johnny, and something that previously to this point i was not uh even thinking about and now it will be a focal point of this game coming up so uh thank you johnny pirates and uh pirates and camels underway first pitch jc grounds out the second one out campbell wearing their pajamas the all black uniforms pirates in the purple tops with the gray pants uh on the road for this game we'll keep you up to date on that and what else is going on in the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dub buck dub buck is that a door opening i hear bryce if you need to go grab your water i can kill uh two more minutes go get you something to drink buddy well, dang. 
Bryce Williams. In fact, while we're waiting on Bryce, let's play the Bryce Williams supercut, Shirley, just to get a flavor of Bryce. This was one day when we were counting his dangs and all his uh, phrases. So hit that real quick. How many dangs has Bryce said today watching this? Yeah, yeah, hug The dang counter. Dang, John. Dang, I remember that. Man, gosh, dang gum, I remember that. Oh, crap. Probably should have had a dang spite. Dang, dang. Dang gum it, dang gum it. Golly. Dang gum it. Dang gum, I can't hear nothing. Golly. Dang. That internal clock is just like. Dang. Golly. Golly. Man. Gosh, dang, that gum. Jeez, dang, dang. What? I remember that dang play. <laughs> dang, dang. That's the oh dang shame. Golly. I'd rather play in that stage and be the underdog every dang game. Your daggums came in in six, but your dangs came in at 17. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 17 dangs for Jeez. old Bryce, and now one G's for you. Bryce, good to see you, man. I haven't seen you a couple weeks. I know, man. She we I, I got cut on Tuesday by you. So whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You cut. It was a mutual cut, it, I felt like. It was like. a mutual because yeah. I was busy. And, yeah. You know, hey, got to fill the void, you know. I looked at Chandler last week and said, you know, I kind of miss old Bryce Williams. Just something about seeing you once a week that gets me through the week. It's like a bridge to hump day. Mm-hmm. Like mo- Monday, no, you know, Mondays are tough. But that Tuesday gets us to Wednesday, and having you on that Tuesday. Yes, sir. It's a big part of my week. Now. I know. My week doesn't feel complete when I miss Pirate Radio. And your appearance isn't complete until we introduce you. Shirley, hit the music. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. Forty. <laughs> Back. 40 bows in 14 days. <laughs> Sing along if you know it. Here we go. Mama said 40 bows. <laughs> Papa said 14 days. Mama said 40 bows. Papa said 14 days. 40 bows. 14 days. 40 bows. In a 14 day, I said 40 bows in a 14 day. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go, bro. Man, I tell you, that makes you tap your feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a foot tapper. <laughs> uh, certified. Wanted to uh, bring that back today just because we hadn't heard it in so long. And it's good. It is a great old country tune. Uh, Bryce, mm-hmm. good to see you, man. Good to see y'all. Um, since we uh we last saw you last week we had the uh, well it's been a couple of fridays ago now we had the the tragic passing of uh our friend and the voice of the pirates jeff charles who uh, you had many a chats with yeah. i was looking in our at all the jeff charles uh audio we had and he had a lot of interviews uh, with you when you were a player here but man uh just uh all-time great voice and for those that knew him an all-time great guy and it just it's different it's going to be different it's never going to be the same it's never going to be as good moving forward uh without jeff here bro. oh without a doubt and um you know shane and i had called me i guess it was you know that weekend maybe sunday or when i got from skiing he said man what happened and of course i haven't known too many details but uh but i like i instantly thought think of when i hear his voice we were you know when i shane and i were talking it's like as soon as you hear it, you just think, oh, ECU. Like, you just somehow have this vivid ima- um, 
image of yeah. him commentating a football game, basketball game, whatever it is. Of course, for me, it's football games and stuff. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely a um, terrible thing. And it's definitely a bummer to uh, know that he's gone. And I mean, because like I'm sure everybody says, like you hear his voice, it's all oh, it's ECU. Something going on with ECU and Pirate yep. Nation, and um, it is. It's a big bummer. You know, I remember seeing him. Around, you know, I've seen him around Farmville. Um, we know when I'm up around there and obviously around the studio and just everywhere is um, definitely a terrible thing and definitely going to be missed. No doubt about that. Bryce Williams joining us here. Bryce, uh, we've got a brand new football schedule mm-hmm. for you today as that came out today. Brandon Manning, by the way, on Facebook says, everyone gets intros. Well, almost. All right, Brandon, you know what? You're right. You deserve an intro. So if you're here this Thursday in studio, <laughs> I'll play you an intro. How about that? Uh-oh. Oh, why is everybody laughing? Why is everybody... Brandon, you can be here in studio this Thursday, right? You're going to be on the show in studio this Thursday. Well, he's been ready to talk baseball. To be sure, he's going to be in so studio. So he's definitely going to be here, and we'll put together a song for you, Brandon, if you're in studio this Thursday. So we'll see you then, right? All right. Uh, Bryce, let's, uh, we got the schedule. We got some um, some USFL news. I saw that. All right, so let's let's rehash this from from hour number one. Keaton Mitchell drafted uh, in the USFL draft, and like with anything, a lot of people don't understand how things work and how the world works. Mm-hmm. But saw some freakouts on uh, Facebook, which is a great place to go if you like to freak out. Yeah, that's a good spot mm-hmm. to be. Uh, he was drafted by the New Orleans Breakers uh 28th overall now the new orleans breakers have the rights to keaton mitchell if he decides he wants to play in the usfl Mm. he's got his spot he's got a team uh he'll sign a contract with them he'll get paid but he still has the combine pro day the nfl draft an opportunity to get picked up as a rookie free agent if he's not drafted so this, again, is not the final chapter of Keaton Mitchell and his pro football career. This is the first time they've ever done this, uh, well, I say ever, since the USFL return that they've done a college player draft. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants here. I read an article, Bryce, with um, two people involved with the USFL, Moose Johnston, the old uh, Cowboys fullback, and also Jim Pop, and they basically said – that they think that a lot of players that get drafted by the usfl will not be drafted in the nfl but there's some that are going to to be drafted and they say that uh this just now gives the team the rights it's almost kind of taking a risk like if this guy doesn't get picked up hey we got him we got a good player so for everybody you know freaking out relax uh it, it could be where Keaton Mitchell goes, but it's no guarantee he could still certainly end up uh, with an NFL team. Yeah, most definitely. And um, sort of just thinking about, well, what would I do, you know, if I didn't get drafted? Well, I mean, I would definitely think, you know, if Keaton doesn't get drafted, then I would definitely think he'd be a priority free agent. And, you know, I would, I, I could bet money he's going to take his opportunity to be, you know, to size a free agent, yeah. to give the NFL a shot before, you know, he went to the USFL. Um, but, you know, it is a good fallback plan um, for guys who may not hear anything, you know. so And even if um, he goes there, good. Bryce, year one, like he could go to the NFL next oh, year. Oh, yeah. Right? That would, if he decided to go to USFL, um, balls out in that league, without a doubt. You know, the NFL is always picking from anywhere, you know, anywhere there's talent. So I got, I got pretty good uh, – 
I guess uh, thoughts. This, I wanted a better word than thoughts. Um, You're feeling, a little rusty. Yeah, it's been a week. Um, <laughs> I got a pretty good feeling about you know Keaton Mitchell and you know his professional career for as far as wherever that may land. Chandler, do you remember Dre Terry, uh, East Carolina linebacker? Yep. He transferred to Alabama A and M. Uh, he was uh, a SWAC Defensive Player of the Week. First time Alabama A&M had one of those since 2017. Uh, but he was drafted in the USFL draft today and uh, was very excited about it. So it's kind of, you know, he's pumped. He's got a future playing right. pro football. Yeah. And if you're Keaton, you're thinking, great, but uh, I got I other just, ideas. I lo- yeah. You know, because you don't want to downplay it and say, I've got bigger ideas. But, yeah. you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, fails the NFL um so yeah i could see he's like oh you know grateful but he, he's not gonna say and if you're dre terry you're definitely excited to be playing professional sports mm-hmm. uh professional football because he started as a walk-on here at east carolina right then he was yeah then he was an award and a scholarship and then he still didn't get the playing time that he wanted to see so he ended up transferring and it worked out yeah he, he gets drafted today yeah awesome. all right good so you got that you've got a football schedule out too bryce we knew about mm-hmm. the non-conference games at michigan in the big house to start mm-hmm. things the bryce williams bowl against marshall there we go coming up oh, the that's uh at greenville mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll tell you what uh appalachian state on the road and then mm-hmm. gardner webb at home so that's the non-conference schedule today we learned about the conference schedule and uh some new faces on that schedule yes there are with uh teams leaving uh houston cincinnati ucf You've got a bunch of new teams got coming a good in. One there, and um, as you look at it, so you you highlight Tulane at home Most immediately after what they did this past season. Yeah. Um, outside of that, as far as home games I wish go, they would disappear from. Our <laughs> Bryce wants <laughs> Navy gone. Uh, they did fire their coach. Kenny Amatololo, but guess what? They're still going to be running the option. Mm -hmm. Um, But the conference opener will be against Rice. Mm, Did you play against Rice? Were you ever in a league with them? Conference USA? We were in Conference USA together, but I I never... mm, I feel like we did, but if we did, it would have been 2013. But I I don't think we did. We would have played them in the conference championship in 2013. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, we were in the same conference as Rice. So if you'd have beaten what Marshall, Marshall at Marshall, yeah. I, for some reason, I'm thinking the last time we played Rice was when we went there and lost in 2010. 2010, Chandler, 62 to 38. Golly, my goodness gracious. Yeah, uh, Ellerby, I wanted to look this up earlier. I've got it right here. East Carolina is two and two all time against Rice. Dang. They won 41 to 28 here pirates did uh lost i mentioned skip uh had a stinker at rice they lost 18 to 17 mm. the pirates did in 2006 2009 pirates put it on them 49 to 13 mm. and then 2010 that would be rough's first year lost 62 to 38 i love looking up old box scores mm. so let's uh let's look at some names Jeez. from this game chandler what do you think we've got Let's see. For the Pirates 2010, that had been Dom Davis. Dom Davis 21 of 39, three yeah. touchdowns, but had two picks. Did uh, Dwayne Harris have a throwing touchdown in that game? Dwayne he did was not. Gone, wasn't he? No, he was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he had 100 yards receiving, as did Lance Jeez. Lewis. They both had seven catches and a touchdown, almost identical Golly. numbers. Michael Bowman mm-hmm. had three catches. Jeremy Davis. Hmm. That ringing any bells to you, Chandler? 
Is that a receiver? Yeah. Mm, hmm. I got to say, I don't remember a Jeremy Davis, but he had a catch in that game. Is it Andrew Bodenheimer? That's crazy to say. Uh, Bodie? Mm-hmm. Was he in the box score? Yeah, he had one catch. Bodie had a catch. He Justin a Jones. Is this freshman year, maybe? Had a touchdown. What All right. Uh, this was 2010. We had a 100 yard rusher in that game, Chandler. Can you name him? Mm. Was it G- Giovanni Ruffin? Giovanni Ruffin had three carries for 14 yards. Oh, okay. Let me go with uh, running back, 2010. Oh, Jonathan Williams. That is correct. Well done. You're uh, the ECU encyclopedia. And Chandler, he's the uh, rain man of ECU. (laughs) 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Pirates did a lot offensively, but uh, not enough defensive uh, that day. As they gave up a lot of points, a lot of yards. They had, uh, they were, they uh, only ran the ball for 410 yards that day. <laughs> 410 <laughs> rushing yards. Yeah. Fire them up. Hey. Fire them. Get him out, out of here. Jeez. Uh, Who cares that he won the Alamo Bowl? I think that was before I started doing the fifth quarter, but that was probably not a fun one after doing uh mm. giving up 410 rushing yards to rice that's pretty brutal any any notice uh noticeable names on rice's team that day do you know uh probably um the tight end what was his name luke wilson yeah he went to rice seattle seahawks tight end mm-hmm. huh he might be i think he was probably there no, um, now if are you sure, are you right about this price? Because oh, if yeah, so, that you, was a conversation piece between him and I. You know more about this guy than I do. It's wow, Wilson. I never knew that. Luke Wilson mm-hmm. with two L's. He was fast. He gave us an L. Uh, let's see when he was in school. He started there, two thousand, I guess eight. So yeah, he was on that team to BDCU. I've already clicked away from the box score. He had some hair on him. Yeah, had a lot of hair. All right, Luke Wilson, not the actor, the football player, went to Rice. Very he always, good. Uh, he seemed to chuckle at my accent. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, do you find any other country boys to relate to in the league anywhere? Uh, oh yeah, I man, I came across several hunters. Um, oh yeah, you know Luke Keekley, he he hunts. Yeah. Um, oh dang, the safety forty-two. Um, Jones was his last name. Um, oh, Colin Jones. Col- yeah, Colin Jones. For the uh, Panthers? Yeah, for yeah. the Panthers. He was a bow hunter. He was showing me his Illinois trail cam pictures during training camp. I'm like, damn it. Did you, <laughs> did you talk to Luke Keekley a lot about hunting and stuff? Uh, here and there. I mean, between... He's a big uh, trout fisherman, too. Yeah. yeah. Him, and then that was Panthers, and then... Um, cardinals was sam bradford he you know hunts and stuff and and see that came about because we were sitting at cafeteria one day and i saw him pull up at an f-250 and i'm like hmm let's just break the ice and of course yeah. he hunts and I, was I guess it was oklahoma the thing bradford's problem though his uh bullets kept getting intercepted yeah <laughs> so him that was cardinals a few other guys and then patriots oh bear pasco Bear, um, that's a cool mm, name oh yeah I remember that now name. he's a bulldogger he wrestles cattle you they know, call them bulldoggers yeah bulldog. interesting um that, that's how you take them down yeah the bulldog? Uh, like a, their horns and it's yeah. pretty neat we'll maybe watch it on the break uh <laughs> right. 
Seattle was a quick little stint, so I didn't really come across too many guys hunted. And then Rams, several guys, um, linemen, they bow hunters and stuff. So uh, there's one in every crowd. There you go. Campbell has opened up the scoring against East Carolina in the first inning. They lead Uh-oh. one nothing as uh, Charlie Hodges getting hit a little bit, and they have it for uh, runners on the corners, one out in the first inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub um, boy, we got as far as Rice on the schedule and got sidetracked there. Sidetrack. Uh, SMU coming uh, to Greenville. Homecoming mm. will be the Charlotte 49ers coming to East Carolina. Oh, the toughest conference road game on paper is the trip to UTSA. They were uh, at times top 25, right around the top 25 really? this year. Yeah. Wow. And they play in the Alamo Dome, the Spurs old stadium. So they'll be in huh. a dome. And uh, know that. that'll be on the 28th. Uh, home against Tulane. That'd be tough. We'll see what Tulane has this year. Let me look at their non conference schedule. I wonder you got to be preseason ranked if you're Tulane, right? I would to be sure. Think. So you won the um, which bowl was that? Uh, Cotton. Cotton. I believe it was Cotton. You will not be able to see very well, Cotton. You know what that's off of? You will not be able to see. That's very, uh. He will not be able to see very well, Cotton. That's the same movie. Name as that the, sound. That's the same movie as uh, Bold Strategy there. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, dodgeball? Dodgeball. Oh, okay. Uh Good call, Bryce. Their (laughs) non-conference schedule, South Alabama, Mm. Ole Miss, Mm. that's going to be big. Mm -hmm. Uh, At Southern Miss, that was the only non-conference game they lost last year. So a little uh, revenge there. Nichols State. And then Nichols State. Nichols State is somewhere down south, FBS school. Uh, And then... They have their conference slate, so they're going to be taking on some other new teams, UAB and North Texas, Bryce, also mm. joining the league. You know the UAB head coaches? No. Former NFL quarterback Trent Dilfer. Super Bowl champion, right? Yeah, Dang. Super Bowl champion with the one of the greatest defenses of all time, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Um, Did not know that. FAU. I played them. Neva. Neva, golly. And then why do they keep hanging around? Can't they go to like the colonial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they want to play FBS football, I so know. they got to stick uh, stick know. up here with us. So hey, we, we've only played FAU once though. That was like a Thursday night. Yeah, I, we've never we've never been to Boca Raton, so we'll get that so. chance. Yeah, okay. this year. Should we go down there a few days early? Pirate gang, you know. Enjoy the, enjoy the nice weather. Enjoy the nice weather. Boca Raton, of course, translate Bryce uh, translates to what? <laughs> we learned this uh, this oh, year. Oh, I don't know. Um, mouth of the rat. Mouth of the rat. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> because Billy Weaver explained it to us. Yes. The rocky um, shores, I guess, used to eat up ships like a like a uh, mouth of a rat they yeah. were run into it or whatever and oh, i believe that because like key west one time at least where i was it's not really sandy beaches and like this big just wonderful thing it's rocky mouth of the rat mouth of the rat and uh tulsa to wrap it up so the uh golden hurricanes of oklahoma mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of action there hurricane mm. season watch out all right let's take a break when we return i'm going to do something that i told you i was going to do last hour and that is tell you how you can get one of these shirts i've been wondering how <laughs> can i get it if you've been sticking around just for that 
the payoff is coming up next segment. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you about that. I have a game I want to play. I like to play a game like with games. Bryce and the crew. And I'm going to test y'all today. I think this will be a fun one and go on a long time. I think you'll be able to do this one pretty well. And we got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors. So we got a lot to do as we go to break. <laughs> East Carolina down one nothing in the first inning to Campbell on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Take a timeout, come back. More to go after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alright, the Pirates uh, have already made a pitching change. Chandler, you got Danny Beal coming in. Dealing Danny Beal. I was walking by the uh, bullpen over the weekend. This is when the Pirates were up big on Saturday night. Walking by the bullpen, I heard Chan Man looked around. And it was Danny, uh, dealing Danny Beal in the bullpen warming up. And I said, I hope we don't need you tonight. He said, that's the plan. So, yeah, that's my guy, Danny uh, Beal. He said, I'm about to come in Tuesday and shut down some camels. Scoof. Let's Ooh. hope. Uh-oh. That's a long strike, Bryce. That's all that is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> long, I've never heard that. Long foul ball strike. See, and that's why you're getting excited about a ball that's hit. All right, Molly. Relax. Okay. All right. Let I me... Have a random question. Yeah, bring it. Clip, what's what's your favorite sport to watch? That's a great question. I've say. been thinking about this. I mean, I know you like basketball. You he like loves football. EC you basketball. like baseball. I mean, it doesn't have to be a... You know, a uh, it's it's, it's got to be football. Yeah. Basketball is very close. Mm-hmm. Very, very so close. Baseball, baseball's at the end. Yeah. This okay. man gets animated at EC basketball games, though, and it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch any game with Clip, like with the watch-alongs we've done, mm-hmm. but being in Section 213 for a... I love basketball. ...for an EC basketball game is... is that was my really favorite fun. sport to, like, play. Yeah. And uh love basketball, but... Football Sundays and uh, and what we do here on Saturdays are you know tough yep. to beat. So Danny Bill gets them out. <clears throat> but um, I, having said that, favorite time of the year, mm. I don't know. Kind of tough to beat that that September football when it comes back around. But the mm. the March Madness coming up next month. Yeah, those uh, first two days of the tournament are uh, two of the best. Mm-hmm. Can't beat those. All right, coming up Friday. Beginning at 11 a.m., you can stop by UBE, and for a $10 donation, get a Pirate Radio shirt. I believe Shirley is wearing hers today. Oh, our nice. brand new Voice of the Pirate Nation uh, has our logo on the front. On mm. the back, it says Jungle Nation and has the number 23 oh, outlined yeah. in bones. Bones. So, uh, it looks really pirate. cool. Shirley's modeling the uh, the front there. I like it. And uh, looking sharp. So, $10 donation. Uh, and your donation will go to Mustache March for the fight against ALS. You can get a purple or gray. 
All sizes available. First come, first serve, beginning at 11 a.m. at UBE on Friday. And I got to say, this is a very, very comfortable shirt. You know, Shirley took the words out of my mouth. I was giving a little feel, palpation. Yep. And it is quite soft. Hang on to that water bottle there. Palpation. Now, what's that? Palpate, like touch stuff. Uh-huh. I learned that in sports medicine high school. You're learning me Probably a lot of things today. <laughs> learning me. Luke he, he Wilson talks with about, the rice. <laughs> he talks about palpate. What? Palpation. palpation. I was thinking palpitations, but. That's uh, what yeah. I was now thinking. Now, what's a palpitation? Pal- That's heart the heart palpitations. Your heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, no, it's palpation. Palpation. <laughs> uh, no, that's palpation. All right. That goes right along in the. Annals of history of things Bryce have said. Mm-hmm. There's a Palpate, plethora of them. Plethora. plethora. Geographicals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Topographicals. Yeah. <laughs> the whole shebang bang can go on. All right, let's uh, let's play a, a quick game here. Let's do it. So this one, I'm going to test y'all's, uh, I guess, entertainment, pop culture knowledge. But it's mm. I'm gonna we're gonna span a lot of things here. We're going to do TV shows, movies, mm. and songs mm. that include a person's name in the title. Okay. Simple enough. Okay. There's got to be millions. Oh, of yeah. These. Millions. Let's see how long we can go. Yikes. Up. I'm already churning. <laughs> <laughs> so, TV shows, movies, and songs that contain a person's name in them. Okay. Simple enough? All right. All right. Yikes. Shirley, you want to lead off? TV and, show, movie, or song with so a person's So I can name. pick any one of them. Any one you want. Carrie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chandler. Oh, Sheila. Ready for the world. Now, what? what's that? Oh, Sheila. Ready for the world a is song? the name of the band. Yes, that's a song. Oh, Sheila. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Bryce? <laughs> I'm going to go Jolene. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare take away my man. Shirley. Oh, it's back to me. Welcome back, Cutter. Should I go? Hey. Should I play? Yeah, I was hoping. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Okay. What do you got? Well, I'll do something different since Shirley said that. I will say um, Saving Private Ryan. Mm. All right. Ah, very good. Shirley goes to Welcome Back, Cotter. Chandler. Uh, the Ballad of Curtis Love. Oh, uh, great song. Nice. Roxanne. Oh, <laughs> you do not Roxanne. have to put on that red light. <laughs> I'm going to go you don't with. Have to put on the red light. I can't go Kings of, King of Queens, but I can go Kevin Can Wait. Ooh. Oh, well done. Kevin Uh-oh. Can Wait. Oh, Sherry. Uh, uh, Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good one. I'm going to go Malcolm in the Middle. Ah, good show. Good show. Good show. Oh, my up. Yep. Uh, the movie Ted. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I'm real stuck now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to music. There's got to be a ton of them, including Sweet Melissa. That's mm. oh. a title, too. Oh. Uh-oh. My turn? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah, I got... How about Sarah by Jefferson Starship? I'll allow it. Oh, I got one. How about Layla by Eric Clapton. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Oh, yeah. You finally got the right artist this time. Yesterday, he said Layla was by ZZ Top. Okay. We had to learn him. Got a few. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Great movie. Oh, great one. Big yes. fan of Kristen. What's her name? I'm a big fan. Uh, Kristen of- Bell. Kristen Bell. Thank you, Charlotte. 
um let's go with i had one in mind a moment ago oh yes she is not my lover billy jean oh nice nice. um i am going to go with the legend of billy jean which is a movie okay is that about billy jean king no this is this is a different movie a lot of billy jeans out there Yeah. yeah None of them are my lover, by the way. I'm going to go, Sherry, Sherry, baby, Sherry. <laughs> I'm going a movie with uh, one of those two, but um, first one's going to be Shallow Hal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starring Jack Black. I'm going to go with one of my favorite all-time movies, The Truman Show. Ooh. Love that movie. Love good that choice. Movie. Good yeah. choice. I'm going to go with the song Sarah Smiles okay. by Hollow Notes. Oh. I'm going to go with Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Oh, that nice. they do. That they do. I'm going to go Saving Silverman. Okay. Uh, Bryce, you this comedy genre. I did not <laughs> yeah. know you were a fan of. Oh, yeah. No. Interesting. I got to ponder again. Y'all just take your time. All right. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to go right back to the Allman Brothers Band mm. and uh, do a little Jessica. No words in the song, but when you're, pl- when you're strumming the guitar like mm. they are, you don't need words. I'm going to go with the classic Rick Springfield. A little mm. Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Dang. Why can't I find a woman like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna because go. it's probably moot. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing. I didn't, I didn't know what you were doing. I was lost. Um, pretty sure this is the, name, the title of the song. Uh, Big John. Big John. All right. I don't think I've ever seen this show, but I am aware of it. But you know what? I'm going to do a show I am familiar with that I was a huge fan of, Chappelle Show. Oh, well yeah. done. Dang. I'm going to go back into the archives and go way back and go old school. I'm going to do a TV show called Charles in Charge. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to go with Matt Locke. <laughs> okay. That's oh, not the news today. I'm sorry that I tickled you so much. It's a good show. No, it just, Andy Griffith was great in that show. No, no, no. I was just one. taking a sip and I just. Oh, yeah, they use it. Right. All right, you <laughs> say that. Andy Griffith. All right. Oh, goodness, thank you. I saved me. I made bit. this way too broad. I'm going to have to go just one singular thing next <laughs> no, time. No, 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 no. It's not there. I'm good. just getting Because we got to take a break uh, here in a couple minutes. Well, but I'm going to go Cosby Show. Oh, nice. Kiss my grits, Alice. All right. Mm. The Adams family. Mm. Nice. Way to sneak that one in. Um, they got to be humans, right? Let's see what you humans. got. <laughs> it's going to be Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I clarified humans. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Scooby Doo. You know what? <laughs> I didn't technically clarify if they had to be from our universe, so I'm going to say Alf. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go with an old Irish classic, Old Danny Boy. Okay. Danny Boy. I'm going to go Everybody Hates Chris. That's the one I was going to say before mm. Chappelle's show, but I didn't ever watch it. And if I thought we're going extra, extra terrestrial, I'm going <laughs> E.T. <laughs> now... <laughs> I guess that was the name of okay. Right. Was that his name, right? Yeah, I reckon. ET phone home. We'll count it. All right. Um 
I'll just go uh, Seinfeld. One of my all-time favorites. Oh, all right, thing. should we table this for uh, yes. next week? Or yeah, uh, good job, folks. Get hey, the brain going a little bit. You said it was going to last a long time. Yeah, I didn't know it would be an infinite, uh, infinite amount of time. Uh, Shirley, cut that music because we got to give something away. What are you doing? We got to oh. open up the booty bag. Bobby, come on, the booty, 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 give booty, booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Give me bubble. Three one seven twelve fifty. What caller are we looking for, Shirley? I'm going to go with uh, caller number four. Here's what caller four has to do. You have to name a TV show, movie, or song with a person's name in it, and you will win this prize. Oh, yeah. A shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Mm. Chico's. Mm. That sounds good. 317-1250. We'll have our winner. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultation is available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and congratulations to Robert Matthews of Ahoski. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. And enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. I'll go over that exercise with Bryce on the air. He asked a good question for people that may be wondering, how many guys are left from last year's ECU baseball team? Well, you got your starting third baseman that just made that great play. Alec Makarevich is back. Uh, that first baseman, Josh Moylan, is back. Starling still at second. Uh, your whole outfield is back, but you're losing uh, center fielder Bryson Worrell. Uh, there, you're losing your shortstop, whether it be Agnos or Giles uh, at short, so they have a new shortstop. Um and Ben Newton out at catcher, but you got Will Coxon who is back from last year, uh, and you got several pitchers uh, who are gone with Mayhew. But you got a lot of uh, so a lot a lot of guys back, but you lost uh, you lost some really good ones with Agnos, Worrell, and Mayhew, and who else am I forgetting? But so there you I go. Is, um, I think it's Beaker. Is Merritt Beaker. Merritt is he? What's his status? Yeah, we saw him. Uh, I think he pitched this weekend. If he, no, or either that, or we talked about him a he lot. He came in a couple of times for relief, yeah. and then uh, Benny T was awesome. Uh, oh, Ben Terwilliger down the stretch oh, last yeah. year. Yeah, old Merritt. He he's an old Davidson County fellow from North Davidson. There you go. Mm-hmm. There's your answer. All right, Bryce. Uh, let's get in some Pirate Radio Outdoors. Tell us uh, well, what we've been up to this week. Well, we did. You know, obviously last the two weekend not this weekend but last weekend you know it was doing some adventuring and uh snowshoe west virginia we did ski 
Um, so that was a really fun time compared to last year where we the <clears throat> line, half the half the slopes were open, half the lifts were open, and needless to say it was like 30, 40 minute waits in line. It was not as yeah, it was still a good time, but you know, not as good as this year went. So we got been I've been skiing and then you know it's getting warmer weather. Um gonna be taking the boat out. Well, I'll take the boat out pretty much year round, but spent Saturday doing all sorts of maintenance um on the boat you know as far as changing the water pump gear oil motor oil um thermostat will be changed soon spark plugs um pretty much a whole service on the motor um well has been done or was going to be completed this week so done that saturday and then sunday we did um figured you always gotta get your practice since this weekend's pretty much been a a preparation Mm -hmm. um weekend so we shot skied for a few hours um sunday did fairly well tested out you know shot a new shotgun that i'd gotten um either a few a few weeks ago for duck season so um it's pretty good and i pretty much touched all the bases um throughout the last you know two weeks so it's been it's been a good one you gotta prepare to be prepared exactly that is not how the phrase goes go. but you know what i'm saying proper planning prevents piss poor performance <laughs> that's a better way to put it so you know with the motor with the with the outboard motor you definitely want to have that thing i guess prepared um for good performance because if something goes kapooey on an outboard typically it's not going to be a friendly price to pay you know, you, you don't shoot skeet. You may miss miss a few birds and wasting some ammo, but nowhere to the extent of what an outboard may do to you. We got one more week of February, then it's on to March. So uh, any key dates, things you're looking forward to in um, the hunting, fishing season? I guess you could say, you know, fishing in a little slightly warmer weather, you know, maybe some catch. Well, I mean, still catch some big trout, but it's been a few weeks. So obviously fishing in a little more comfortable weather will be nice, but obviously towards the end of april turkey season will come in so definitely looking forward to uh turkey hunting this year um as every year so those those are the bigger biggest things and after turkey season it's full on just fishing there you so go fishing and boating little pirate radio outdoors with bryce williams uh that campbell batter just took one out of the stadium it is now four to nothing camels after a two-run home run, Danny Beal hung one, and that batter took advantage of it. So four nothing right now, Campbell, on top of ECU. Um, Robert Matthews was our winner, right? Can you hit cut that? It's pretty good, but so he said his song was uh, "Judith" by A Perfect Circle, which is uh, mm. that's a good song. All right, Robert, uh, thank you for chiming in and playing along so you could win your shrimp taco dinner from chico's cliff godwin uh what are you saying he does not look happy let's see we got moylan uh joining us on the show monday do you think he'll tell me what he said if i ask him uh probably not <laughs> yeah probably is this not. just a one and done or is this a series no nah, this is a midweek one game little deal they oh, do so geez. uh is this your guy all right. Hey, Beaker's coming in. Time to shut him down, baby. Hot Mayor dog. Beaker. He's a lefty, too. Yeah, the old South Play his walk-up song. Oh, what the heck? What's his walk-up song? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we were saying what it should be the other day. Are you pulling it up, Shirley? 
No. Or, oh, am I supposed to do it? No. Uh, I, I thought you would. Yeah. But it uh, took you a minute to get what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, I thought you were talking about his real walk-up song. Um, so Beaker is a character on the, oh, the Muppets, God. correct? So oh, we were saying he should uh, come out with the... Now on the pitch for the Pirates, <laughs> Merritt Beaker. What would be your walk-up song, Bryce? Oh, gosh. other than "Brand New Man." Mm, uh, uh, you'd have to off the bat. My gosh, that's tricky. Um, you didn't I mean, play it, baseball in high school? No. Yeah, I was. I mean, if I, mm, right off the top of my head, the only song that came to mind was "A Country Boy Can't Survive." That's oh yeah. How about this? Uh, I remember playing a video game. I don't know, I guess circa 04, 05, because I was living with my buddy, and we always played this baseball game. There was like 10 songs you could choose from as your walk-up song, and that was one of them. No, there we go. (laughs) I wasn't totally out of it. can survive. Yeah. And it was uh, fun walking up to the plate with that song in the video game. I think my chases uh, for batting was – Mr. Boombastic or something. Shaggy? Yes. They and I was like, Mr. Boombastic. Yeah. So it's just cool. <laughs> That's a good one. He hit home runs, so it kind of goes. So um, I do remember that. I made him my neck Yeah, that's good. I like <laughs> yeah. that. All right, Charlie, let's get our last break in. We'll come back, get ready to wrap things up here on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Pirates trailing Campbell 4 nothing in the second inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It's uh, It was another down day for the stock market. Uh, it was closed yesterday due to President's Day. Opened back up today and the Dow dropped 600 197 points closed out at 33,129. The NASDAQ is down 294 at 11,492. And the SP is down 81 points at 3,997. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal, personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, today at 756 6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Cliff. All right, Charlie, we'll do a lot of recapping and previewing coming up on Wednesday's Pirate Radio Live because we will talk to the play-by-play voice of the baseball Pirates, Scott Rogers. Scooter will join us on the show. Coming up, also Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector, Stephen Igo, Hoist the Colors, and more coming up on your Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to that. Bryce, good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you all. And Jacob Jenkins Cowart showing what he can do. There we go. With a shot off the wall. That's going to be a double. Unless he's feeling froggy. Nope, he'll stop at second. Pirates down 4 nothing as they play in the third inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Chandler, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Clipper. Shirley, see you tomorrow. Bryce, we'll see, see you, you next week. Yes, sir. And we'll see you fine folks tomorrow as well. 3 o'clock Wednesday on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina.
Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation. 